0: Well,
1: it's just after I see a movie, I like to go get a piece of pie and talk about it. It's sort of a little
0: tradition I have. Do you like to get pie after you see a good movie?
1: Hello and welcome to another movie podcast in the new year, of course. My name is Oscar and with me today is... Luke. Luke. And as always... Ralph. Thank you. Welcome to the 192nd episode of the show and uh today we're going to be not reviewing movies per se we're going to review our own thoughts on our top 10 films of 2023 the very best films of 2023 if you will I that mean, is what, according to us yeah but yeah that's that's what the title suggests <laughs> this is what we think are the best of the year huh the title is appropriate i would say um, it's not like we're saying the number one pizzeria in the city you know we're not saying that that's not that's not the same thing we're saying but it's uh but it's our very best what we feel um you can always find this episode and all of our episodes at otherpodcast.com. you can check out how many years do we have of fucking top tens we have a lot we go back as far as twenty sixteen um Obviously, we've done more on our old podcast before that. Not just, you know, let's not forget that. But we have uh, we have uh, top 10s from before up to that point. Um, and we have been in talks about um, updating previous years along the way as little bonus episodes here and there. We're going to flesh that out in 2024. But welcome to 2024. The holidays are over. Everyone had good holidays, roughly. Yeah. Anybody want to say something about it? Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Sure. All All that jazz. All of the
0: above. Yep. Yeah. Sounds about right.
1: Who? Okay. Right on. Um, I think before uh, we get started right away to what would be our number 10, uh, I want to ask how do you guys feel about this year in movies? How was 2023 for y'all?
2: I think it was a very solid year and a lot of great choices.
1: A lot of great choices in what we reviewed, or what do you mean?
2: Like, and like, this was like the hardest year for me to do a top ten because it was like a lot of great movies. So. I
0: honestly feel like the movies we were so slow in the beginning of the year, um, and it was one of those like, as the year progressed, there was more and more movies, and then we got stagnant again because of the Hollywood stuff going on with the writers. Um, and it kind of felt like you can catch up with a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff was set to the back. I oh, feel sure. like you could catch up with uh, more bigger movies or more. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just. It felt like to me, I had more time to watch those. There was less in between movies that would like catch my attention, like off guard. Like uh, for example, like a Heart of Stone movie kind of thing. Yeah, oh, okay. um, you know, like that, that's an in between movie, as I like to call. It. Like that's uh, yeah, that worked. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um. I felt like there was less of those, even though they were there. They were mainly on uh, streaming sites, not in theaters, kind of stuff. So really, you know. Um, but besides that, I do. I just like every year, the end of the year is always the busiest. So.
1: Yeah, I feel like this year more than most, or more than recently, it did, uh,
0: it did feel like that. But then again, I just didn't know if it was just me. Or no, no 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 there was like seven
1: movies that were released on the 22nd of December.
0: It's insane.
1: They were right. all in theater only and that uh, they were all interesting or great looking movies that I really want to see.
0: Yeah, it's insane. I mean so, and it's you know and I'm glad I did watch them cuz you know uh they were obviously So the hustle up. was real. Yeah I'm yeah saying. yeah. To be coming
1: out. Anyways. I have a real quick question. In this final week, let's say, how many movies do you guys try to fit in? Or oh, the final two weeks, of, let's say, from this point, from our recording today? How many movies do we try to fit in there? Like, go ahead, Luke.
2: Um, I don't know. Only a couple. I didn't go. Uh,
0: I, didn't go into- I felt like you were at the movies quite often.
2: It, it seems, honestly, it feels like every day I was off, I was at the theater. Right, so like, you never off? off. <laughs> Five, it's like six days? So like, I probably knocked out like six movies in the last two weeks.
1: That's pretty give good, or, give or take. I mean, considering that you usually have a barren w- recent discoveries, you know. Thanks. You're welcome. Oh, um, yeah, you, you got about?
0: you got me beat. I have four. So, uh, in the last two weeks, it's been four movies that I've gone to see um, that came out.
1: Let's see. Uh, I mean, I I thought uh, I was going to see more even, but I pur- I purpose... Well, not purposely. I mean, obviously, purposely, I didn't go. I guess I could have gone if I really, really wanted to more. Like, yesterday or the day before the day before that. But I've just been so tired, man, and work and shit. I just I haven't had any, you know, whatever. Last movie I saw was on the 3rd. But yeah, I saw a bunch. Uh, including one with Ralph in theaters. Um... And, uh, yeah, a lot on, a lot on, uh, on streaming for sure. Since our last recording, since our last show, I mean, uh, I've probably seen like about a dozen
2: golden age of streaming, my friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most of these are streaming for sure. Most Hundred, 10 or nine of them were streaming. Oh, wow. Yep. Um, there's a few for sure. We're getting to miss opportunities and whatnot, but yeah, it's a big year. It's a big year. Um, and yeah, despite the, the, the effects of what we imagine the, uh, the strike was going to do, and it did do effect. For example, like Dune Part 2 is not coming, out; was not going to be in our list because it's not released. Right. It was supposed to be released in December, and it's not. And there was another one, too, at least another one, another big one. I forget the name. Um, Yeah, many delays on that. So that's going to be 2024's problem, you know. Uh, besides that, you're right. That was enough time to us to catch up on stuff. Did I catch up on stuff? I mean, I did. I'm not going to, I didn't ask you guys in advance to do this, but like I did the rounds of my biggest months of watching movies besides December, uh, October was a huge month. I saw a lot of movies in October and June was a big ass month too. June, July. I think it was, uh, those were my biggest times where I watched the most movies, um, new movies, just counting new movies here, guys. Um, that was, uh, those are big for that, for sure. And uh, yeah, so it was a big year. I really dug 2023. What
2: was your uh, final number? Do you have one?
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you guys that. Uh, do you, uh, Let me pull mine up. Do you guys have a number? And did you guys tally that? I didn't yeah. tally
0: it. I have a rough estimate, though.
1: Okay, give me the rough estimate. That's okay. Mine is
0: like 65.
1: 65, okay. Was that rough? Uh, how was that compared to last year? Do you remember? Was that roughly uh, what you said? Or might have been? Can't remember it might have if it been. Was it around the same or not? Yeah, it might have been around the same. Um, I'm at like,
0: hold on. Uh, I just had it in it close. I'm sorry. On Letterbox because that's where I keep tally of it, and I did a horrible job this year. To be brutally honest, with you.
2: same. Ask Luke. Um, <laughs> he took I it. No, it off no, the no. I was
0: adding. I was adding stuff like today, um, like and I was adding movies from like mid December. Yeah. Um, anyways, or actually like early December. I uh, it says 92 movies for the year. But those are including movies that I haven't seen before. Ever. Right, not not just not just new movies. Right? Yeah, I think if I did the math right, I'm at sixty two. I could be at plus four more. Mm-hmm. I could be at sixty six. Yeah. Um but that would be about it. So I'm gonna to I I'll say sixty two just to be on the safe side. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. What about you Luke?
2: Uh so I looked at twenty twenty two I only had fifty eight movies.
1: Okay. 2023,
2: 2023 I, I ended up with 85
1: 85 you really i remember we talked about this oh yeah because you were here right we were talking yes, about uh, here
2: we watched the my first discovery of
1: 2024 what did you what did we watched together oh we the saw the, the raid. raid the raid redemption wow, remember that movie um yeah. i have finally shown him the raid his own movie copy of the raid i should say his yeah, own of version course. Yep. Right, of course of course um, because I was super tired, I was like, let's watch something short. And I'm like, oh, the rate's perfect. Short. You know,
0: there was a couple movies, and I'll and I'll we'll, we'll get to it later. Where I didn't see, even mm-hmm. though you guys own them, and it's because I just don't look at your movies. Because <laughs> that's like you're not like you know, I like I look at streaming. I'm like, oh, I'll watch something on there. Mm-hmm. But your libraries isn't one of the things I look at.
1: You should just include it because we do have
0: them. So- sometimes I do. Sometimes I usually end up looking at yours, Oscar, because mm-hmm. I know at least you've seen your movies. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah so, so
1: yeah, I get it. Um, uh, there's actually an anecdote, an anecdote for that, but we're gonna move on from from on. I saw um, I broke my record in the last since COVID for sure. Broke my record. I've been always hovering in the 90s. Uh, I'm at 130 for 2023.
0: <sighs> oh wow, Jesus,
1: 130. I counted it today,
0: uh, really? like 20 minutes before we jumped on. Well, you know, if you it's were like anywhere near and us, and I, if you were anywhere near us, I would say then you're not doing your job right. So, true. If I were anywhere yeah. near you, what do you mean? Yeah. If you were anywhere near my number, like, oh no, that'll be bad, right? Um, I I would be like, what I mean, if you're slacking that much, I could go easily thirty. Like, <laughs> right? Don't like, please do not slack. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying I would, but what yeah. I'm saying is that I yeah. I thought I put some decent effort because you know I I love watching sports. So that takes up a lot of my time. It must be, yeah. Like today, I could have watched three movies, but I had to watch football. So, um, Also, I'm, I'm exhausted. Th- I'm exhausted. You watched, no, you no, watched no, enough watched football to cover three movies? Uh, I watched – no, no, no. I had, I had a rest in between there, too. <laughs> okay. um, I could have watched solid two movies with sleep, but I ended up just choosing the one movie. Yeah, I remember there's also travel from
1: the cedar. Oh, uh, you oh, you meant theatrical. I thought you meant like at home, like streaming or something.
0: Uh, one of them would have been at home, but the rest the other two are theatrical.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, since COVID, because I mean, remember guys, COVID really fucked up a lot. And uh, But my numbers have always hovered in the, like no more than 110, no less than 90. You know, that's been my usual. So this is still a record breaker, I think, in general for me. 130. Um, I don't know if that speaks highly for the for the for the industry necessarily. I mean, because we're back more in full swing and so on, or if it or if it means that um, I was just more in the mood to catch up on new things that I'd never heard about or whatever, just randomly picking new movies. You know, I was doing a lot of that, not yeah. just in December, guys, in November and October and those places too. So, um, or, or a mixed bag of both. Um, for the show, guys, we reviewed forty four uh full reviews of new films in the podcast 44 new movies we reviewed this year or 2023 uh that's what we did it for the show 60 movie reviews in total so that includes all the marathons and stuff so the marathons add uh 16 there to that nice. to that list um just letting you guys know we only did two marathons um and they weren't that, were that- lengthy no, they weren't that lengthy. It's funny how that worked. But it, but I we guess, actually, I think it had our shorter marathons. Too yeah, they weren't that normal. long. Yeah. They all did two or three we, well, I thought we came in finishing one, didn't we? Or we just scrubbed uh, it? I don't remember. Um, I think we scrubbed
0: it or we finished it.
1: I, I, didn't look the, I didn't look up the reasons behind that, I guess. I just looked at the marathons we did. Um, I didn't like go in depth.
0: No, we came in but, scrubbing it. I'm sorry. I forgot.
1: Um, yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I was like, oh, God, it kind of feels off to do it. It did, right? We said it right when yes, we started. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, that's what we ended up doing here at otherpodcast.com. That's, those are our movie watching habits for the most part. Um, some genres made it more than others. Some, a lot of crazy filmmakers came out, man. It's a lot of good stuff yeah, out here. For sure. Let's get into it. All right. So, uh, oh, last question. Sorry. I know we kind of mentioned it. How hard was it to make our top 10? Um, how, like, can uh, anything we want to say about making the list this year?
2: um yeah i had mm-hmm. i was torn between like
1: where to put blackberry yeah that, <laughs> if, oh that <laughs> right. you remind yeah, me of something like, else but yeah. like
2: like you know you you have like your staple like like the big movies like your Oppenheimer's the
0: blackberry yeah which is funny because i didn't see that movie uh-huh. like, like oppenheimer
2: yeah. and you know mm-hmm. killers, killers of the fire mode all those all right you had some really high and i was like shit like i'm torn do i put them in my list because of how well, that's it's acclaimed how it is, right? they, are right. they because of how critically acclaimed they are or do i not and i focus on things that i personally enjoyed more because i like maybe dumber things
0: no wait hey, listen yeah, yeah. That's, that's why i, I, that's I had that struggle reasons, like yeah,
2: for sure. i don't want to come right. up with like a pretentious list because i could have just
0: google well listen one. that's my problem with a uh, tv show every year where i'm like do i put one piece at number one every year or do <laughs> right? i just like because it's my number one show every year but ultimately you come down with what you want Right. I mean, yeah, of um, course. If, yeah, I
1: mean, honestly, yeah. if if you look at your list when you step back after you pick only what you want, only what you love, and if some of that is Killers of the Flower Moon, heavyweight stuff like that, um, then I mean, quote unquote, potential. It's not pretentious if you love it. It's just what yeah, you love. You know, yeah, you know. Listen, if you call I, your stuff pretentious, then yes, by what, definition. What, what sure, I bring up, Super Mario Martyr Bros.
0: later in this. this oh, well, podcast, I hope not. I, hope I mean, I mean I'm talking about like. You you go
1: and see
2: like a top oh you go to like Wait, it's my top ten not a twenty twenty three you know
1: yeah I don't care movie list it's gonna for that be one.
2: a lot of pretentious things yeah so
0: yeah know. um but
2: it's pretty much yeah. what I'd rather rewatch
0: right right that so mine my, my list always for top ten movies is how did it. How, what is his lasting effect on me?
1: Yeah, that's exactly that's my first mm-hmm. thought. That's my first
0: thought. <laughs> the oil still what, haunts me. What's <laughs> right? Well, uh, luckily you didn't have to put it on this one. But uh, what's the what's the lasting effect on me? And um, and uh, how, like how And then how much fun did I have watching the movie? Those are like mm-hmm. the top two things I look for. One hundred percent, rough. I'm I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then I just have to like sad to say some movies. Number my number ten could have changed. It could, it might still change. You never know, unless it was depending on how fast I go. Um, I, I feel this. My number ten and nine are. So I yeah, my my probably. number my number nine With also same thing. Fifty I, others. I, yeah, right, exactly. But yeah. I, but my number nine is. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. But I'll just get to it later. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. my number, my top five for sure are, I already had my number one and two I'm, solidified. I'm thinking of
1: changing my number nine right now. When I <laughs>
0: saw, <laughs> when I saw the movies, I knew they were there. I knew they were top three. Like my number one and two, I knew they were top three. And then the rest, I knew they were going to be in the top five also. Like, I just didn't know where.
1: Oh, so that's a good question. Did you guys know, or after you said, look, did you know automatically what your number one or two was? <laughs> Like was it was that like, like
0: right like, I, like last year like, everything exact-
1: everywhere all at once was so clear to me the right. whole year
0: right exactly right yeah, I, and I feel like Blackberry is like that for 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 Luke I could be wrong right but it, <laughs> it did feel like your number one was like well the the movie to beat for you when it came out and it's because because like, how you were yeah you know, like how you were okay, so, yeah. champion yes. yeah right no, yeah right yeah yeah so like <laughs> so I I figured that's your number one and that's the one to beat right as it came out and you're just like that's the one to beat. So right. there's many movies that came in between Blackberry and now and then now, right? So many. So right. many. Right. So that's why I'm like, did it stay as your number one? Mm-hmm. right? Because, like I had a movie that came out and I was like, oh this is my number one right now. And mm-hmm. is this did it stay as my number one?
2: My top three were fairly pretty consistent. Yeah, so
0: no mine wasn't.
1: Oh really? Mines changed all the time. This is a wacky top ten for me because they changed uh, often in my mind. Um as the, the, I really started working on this about a week ago. So in the week, it changed a lot in my mind. Uh huh. Yeah. So I, couldn't, it, I couldn't decide.
0: It's a little sad. I was, um, you know, it's sad because I hate the beginning of the year because I feel like I always we always snub the beginning of the year. It's easier uh, yeah. It is easier. I do have recency bias in my. Like six through ten for sure, mm-hmm. but <laughs> well, victims we all can be victims. Yeah, so. but I, you know, the thing is that I think about it. And I go, and I know those are in the front of it because the recency bias of it is. But when you think about it, like, do I even remember that, or do I even? I can't remember that movie that often. Do I go back to it? Some movies are like I have to go back to you because I obviously know you are good or re- or great, right? Yeah. Um, I just need to remind. I need that gentle reminder because it's been al- almost a year. To be brutally honest with you, since I've yeah. seen the movie, you know? Yeah. So. Exactly. It, do, it does suck for those movies, you know? I, I bring up, like, Cree 3 or something, you know, where... Yeah. I, I forgot was that was really this year. 65. I looked it up, like, it was this year? Dude, I thought I was that was like, last year. I was I like, it was also It's my first movie of the year, and I was like, oh, that must be a last year movie. And then I nope. looked was like, nope, that shit came out in 2023. I was like, yo. No, nope. Yep. I mean, technically, it is a last year movie, because it's weren't in 2024.
1: We're oh, right. yes, you're right. Right. You're right. Uh, all right um, w- uh, w- one little note for your everyone listeners out there is that we do not know each other's lists yes whatsoever this is a surprise. Oh, I know I've been <laughs>
0: hacking his phone for like oh, yeah. a week or two okay actually you look at my reflection you up know it's funny
1: because even if you hack my phone Rob it's all written you don't know
0: shit <laughs> yeah that's why I don't that it didn't bring you up you missed your fucking hard copy over here
1: <laughs> yes I have hard copies what were we saying Luke I'm sorry and, and also because so you can see the reflection just in, in case
2: <laughs> all <laughs> movies <laughs> and hats yeah have to come out, or we have to have access to them in 2023, right?
1: Right. So uh, there are a few Wait, movies, for example, for example, like, oh, uh, yes, is, yes, yes. This is a ma- major movie coming out that's coming out in a couple days from this recording. It sucks. I can't even fucking watch it in time. It's a Zone of Interest, for example, which everyone's oh, no, hailing yes. okay. as okay. end of the year okay. movie, okay. but it's not even coming out, right, release until the 8th, I think, tomorrow, uh, or soon, very soon. Um and that's a movie made by the guy who did Under the Skin. Really excited for that movie.
0: Under the skin. Yes. <laughs> so that'd be a, that oh, might be on your twenty
1: twenty four list. Yes, that could be in my twenty twenty four, list. that's how we would yep. include it. I right. remember uh, not last year but the year before, I added a movie that technically came out in the year before that. Yeah. Uh that people that critics included for that year. But for me, nope, it came out in January so right. like and, and there, I and think there's another movie also that like
0: top uh, we do foreign movies like that also like, yeah foreign, foreign movies are die. a
1: lot of victims of this right mm-hmm. right right mm-hmm. so for example like Godzilla Minus One technically came out a year before that right or
0: stuff like that or something yeah. like that I think uh yeah. Suzume right Suzume well. is a
1: perfect example of that right. so right.
0: that came out this year
1: no but in Japan it came in out in Japan here. it came out in 2022 that's what we, that, but, we but it came out here in 2022 oh could so. be. No, you, you got it right. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, so you're, that brings you right, up to right. the it's... next question: Is that any predictions we want to make to each other, just for funsies? Obviously, don't say the answer.
0: Uh, BlackBerry top five.
1: I mean, right? <laughs> Todoi, Suzume, one hundred percent. Suzume's got to be in there.
0: I think. For, uh, yeah, I think I could guess a. Look Let me just start. <laughs> I, think,
1: I, think because, I, think <laughs> I think. I think we guess the top list. ten.
0: Honestly, we can <laughs> stab at it right now. Well, can we pick BlackBerry multiple times? Yeah, I think so, because they saw it four times, so that's four what picks right there. did you right
2: see there. it? Okay, so you, you have Suzume, Blackberry, what
0: else?
1: Just the top two. Um,
0: <laughs> those are just the top oh, yeah. two. Uh, Godzilla minus one's there for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, Godzilla minus one. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good one, Rob. <laughs> right, I'm going right. to go with Priscilla to be funny here, to be uh, interesting. I,
0: I'm yeah. going to pick Oppenheimer, but I think you were forced oh. to pick that.
1: <laughs> Oppenheimer, is that, is that his uh, pretentious pick that he doesn't want to pick? I think so, yeah. Okay. Those are good. That's a solid. That's a solid. I'm not gonna pick all ten, but those are those are solid.
0: Yeah, asteroid I think, city maybe. I, I, I think I'm good with it. Oh yeah, maybe asteroid city. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Looks <laughs> like I fucking hate right, you. all right, Luke. Try to pick Raph. Let's let's try to pick Raph here. I'd say one for Roth is the across the Spider Verse.
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: That's that's. I'm going for that one.
0: I'm gonna say. Hold on. Let me edit my top ten. Grand Turismo. <laughs> Gran Turismo,
1: Gran- you Brown. would pick oh, I, actually, I don't know, you both were geeks about that movie For
0: some reason, I thought you said Gran Turino And I was like, bro, that movie came out forever ago <laughs> I would say maybe Ferrari for Rob Because he was
1: g- gushing over the fucking movie Oh my god, whatever
0: I <laughs> fucking know a lot of history <laughs> whatever. of that You suck a dick oh. don't
1: Whatever me, man
0: You know, it's like it's like if I had a Blackberry But I never owned <laughs> a Blackberry or a yeah, Ferrari Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's a good one Yeah <laughs> You guys want Anybody to predict else? anything for, oh yeah, I'm done
1: with predicting rough. I have you're kinda of hard to predict rough a little bit.
0: Yeah, I guess. I think Oscar for sure will have poor things on there. Um uh, how do you know I saw it? I think American fiction. We were in the theater together. We saw it together? <laughs> yeah. For real? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. We went on Christmas Day. Oh shit.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool.
0: Um Yeah, I think poor things Oh
2: no, Oscar's has to have when evil lurks.
0: Oh, <laughs> when evil
1: lurks—that's a good prediction.
0: Yeah, right, let's see. the we'll biggest see.
2: boner for that movie the entire he, year. He might
0: have Wesetta on there, but I think that was a last year movie. Which one? Um, Wesetta, exactly. That's oh, Wesetta, the, the Bone scene. Woman. Yeah, the Bone. Yeah. Woman. Um, I'm gonna say uh, come out in Mexico oh, in 2022, but it's yeah, year, right. It's one year. of those. I think American Fictions on there. Um. All right.
1: Don't tell me you were there too.
0: No, relax. Okay. (laughs) The fact that you don't know who you go to the movies with. And especially this is like the last two weeks. I you invited me to watch one of the movies. I think I invited you for American fiction. It was impromptu, I think. You actually invited me for both. I just said yes to one and no to the other. Oh I I don't remember that either. So (laughs) So what's the uh, order that we're doing this? I can't stand you. I know. What was that? It's the order he introduces us. Okay. No, actually, what was last year? Do you remember Oscar? Who went first? Oh, uh, we always change it. Oh, Okay. If you look past, it, it's uh, it's always different. Yeah, I know. Uh, I it's know. not. It's, it's I was like, just fucking with him. I just said whatever about
1: Yeah, but that's a that's a good one. I'll, I'll we start in the order I introduced you to. There you go. So Luke, you go first. Roth you go second. That's what I'm um, last. Yeah. Oh, um. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There. I'm just gonna
2: because I'm, I'm gonna be Wait, If the, that's uh, what it was names. last year, then
1: we could change it. I, I definitely like difference because I don't I don't want to pigeonhole. I don't anymore. know what
0: it was last year.
1: Oh yeah, that's the order. So how about this? I'll go first, <laughs> then Luke, then Roth. I gotta go last. Oof. Do you want me to go last?
0: No, it's fine. Okay.
1: Yeah, this time. Yeah, because I because I lo- I, our website is set up
0: that Do you guys want to do snake or no, or do you want to just do like the snake? One no. two three three two one like that. One two three. What do you mean? So like you like it would be you me you Luke me me Luke mm-hmm. you. Oh, no. To, to, oh no. <laughs> I Look at him. He's like, no. <laughs> no. We're going to fuck, fuck this up. Yeah. That, 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 fuck you me. can't mess it up. It's we a snake draft. I've done we many drafts, even guys. even messed up
1: Stop putting your fucking choices. sports ball into this. <laughs> Remember, I had like two weeks in a
2: row where I, I were like, we skipped Oscar like one full week. Yes, one so we did.
1: You, you skipped Oscar. You were like, it's my week. <laughs> it was well, we all we did because we all didn't pay attention. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. That works. But Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, okay.
1: Now. You guys are ready?
0: This is That's, Top 10 Shows, right? Yeah, oh,
1: this is okay. Top 10 shows. <laughs> Yeah. get into for real our top 10 films the best films of 2023 and uh, we're gonna start off with who again <laughs> you me that's right no I, I i was playing i was playing with that i know the answer <laughs> okay to so so that one uh, all right by the way my number 10 it's air it's got is it, there. it is a film that we reviewed on the show so we've all seen it in this case we've all seen it uh because like yes luke you were there the entire year for all the right. most part
2: yeah, I think I only skipped like one,
1: two. Yeah,
0: of them. I think Ralph maybe skipped one. I don't remember. I skipped one for sure. Yeah. Luke, I think he was maybe two, one for sure also. Yeah, you went to Japan for a while, for a minute there. Also, yeah, well, I think it was two. And Europe.
1: Oh, okay. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You went to Poland, that's right. You went to okay. Poland,
0: not Europe. Relax.
1: All right, so number, my number 10 <laughs> is a movie that has some contention here on the on the podcast, but it lasted with me. Uh, probably because of that argument a little bit, but also because it's a great movie. It's how to blow up a
0: pipeline. Oh, nice! This was in this my is early short in the list. year. This, this is one of those early in the in year forgettable. And I kept coming and I kept looking at it, and I was like, I remember liking this movie a lot. Same, I just didn't and remember. I remember it. liking it, and I was like, damn, if I have time to rewatch this. I, I definitely like, did not rewatch it. No. Well, Raf, you bought it, right? I, I bought it. Yeah. Well, those oh. listen. It was either rented for two dollars cheaper or buy it. I'll just right, right. Just no, that's it.
1: a good thing because I like, could. I, I want to. We watch this movie again. So I am glad you have it there. Yeah.
0: A, maybe hey, a rare enough. movie that I own. Yeah, that's
1: right. Uh, a crew of a uh, uh, crew of environmental activists plot a daring plan to disrupt an oil pipeline. Could not be more fucking simple. The the title really says it all. Um, this is yeah. directed by Daniel Goldhaber or Haber, maybe. Uh, also co-written by him and Ariella Bearer and Jordan Sigil. I'm not going to fuck that up. Ariella Bearer also stars in this film movie as well as others. Um, um, Kristen Forseth, Lucas Gage, Forrest Goodluck, Sasha Lane, and so on. Um, this is a, a real solid crime thriller. Um, the crime being that they are fighting against the grain that is corporatization in America, a capitalism in a larger sense, um, the follies of society and what they don't give a shit about, the people that are the poorest in the nation, the poorest of their land. This is like a big comeuppance kind of uh, tale. This is your the little man rising kind of thing. This is a revolutionary incentivized kind of incendiary kind of movie. Um, it has all that stuff on it while not being at all preachy. The acting is really great. the 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 setting is very like all this stuff is very indie for sure. But they make it work with what they have, and there's some real good tension in this movie with that fucking barrel of drum, with a broken foot that comes into play, with someone coming in and you know trying to like you know the cops coming in at the wrong time. A lot of tension in this movie. It's a really solid thriller. Uh, I love the setup and the payoff. I love the ending. I love talking about the ending. I love how it it rises kind of a lot of uh, controversy, you know, with what they're trying to do and what they succeed or maybe not succeed. Um, it's a fun movie. Obviously, I'm not going to spoil it here. Uh, it came out way earlier in the year. I think it was like a March release or April. And I'm um, so glad I saw it. And we reviewed it on the show. Check it out, everyone. It is How to Blow Up a Pipeline, my number 10. Excellent film. I love that movie. Luke, you're going to be next here. All right. Hit us uh, with your number 10.
2: My number 10 is Shortcomings. Don't know this one? Shortcomings follows a trio of young Bay Area urbanites, Bentanaka, Miko Hayashi, and Alice Kim, as they navigate a range of interpersonal relationships while traversing the country in search of their ideal connection. The directorial
1: debut of Randall Park. Randall Park? Why do I know that name?
2: I mean, he's in like Marvel movies. He was, he was a toad, wasn't he? Was he? Toad.
1: Toad. No. In X Men. No.
0: Who was he? No, no, no. He's um what's it called? Uh, what, played, the, the guy yeah. who uh, the guy who makes fun with uh, uh Ant Man. The guy who uh, banter's with Ant Man. Yeah, the cop. And the cop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, the Wandaverse. Yeah, yeah, and Wandaverse.
2: Oh yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is uh, it's pretty much a rom com in a nutshell, and I really enjoyed it because Ben, yeah. Ben's character, you are supposed to really kind of hate this guy. Yeah, I really like him. He's a he's a, you would I know kind of like you a <laughs> he's kind of like lazy, not really devoted to his relationship in a way. I mean, yeah, he has a thing where he only likes to like date. Uh, he has like an Asian girlfriend, but he really has like a thing for white girls, and which is really weird. But then, like his girlfriend moves to another part of the, the country, he's kind of conflicted. It's a uh, it was a really good one. I really enjoyed it. And then you have like uh, what's her face, uh, Sherry Cola. She's freaking hilarious in the movie, as she always is.
1: Yeah, I, I'm trying to find I'm trying to find this movie honestly right contacts. now. Becoming extremely <laughs> difficult. What was that?
0: <laughs> Apparently the, Siri decided si- to say Siri something. acted a damn fool. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So I'm trying to double check something because I thought he didn't he did he not uh, maybe he only wrote it. Oh, you know he didn't direct it. He co-wrote "Always Be My Baby," which I thought was his first film. But you're right. Oh yeah, yeah. he wrote it, but he or he co-wrote it, but he didn't. Any stars in it? Any stars in it? Yeah. Uh, that's Ali Wong co-starring movie I haven't seen this one at all where was it at she co-wrote it too right they um, it this started. was just a random movie I saw the trailer for and I was like oh I gotta find that one no this one. is written by someone completely different but he does the yeah, yeah, this is actually no, enough, a, a graphic oh. novel this is pretty cool I kind of want to see it you know what yeah. I remember you. I love Sherry Collins. she's from it. Joyride right yeah yes yeah. yeah, she is yeah we yeah, saw that so. it it
2: actually it came out right around the same time Joyride did because I saw it right afterwards
1: so like a one-two punch
0: for that actress what are you saying Ruff no, I remember him bringing, bringing up the movie when he saw it. Yeah. And he had mentioned that, it, and it sounded cool then, too. Yeah. I yeah. just, it was one of those like, Yeah, oh, it's it's one in, of those... is it still in theaters? No. Yeah. yeah it, it was just like, if you didn't see it that weekend or the. the
1: yeah, movie, you're right. You know, yeah, I completely fun. missed it. Yeah.
2: As soon as I get the chance, I'm going to buy it on my iTunes.
1: I'm sure. I'm surprised you don't have it. A rom com. Luke, your number 10 is a rom com. What are the chances?
2: I like a You're not rom-com. a big rom com. Guy. What a
0: changed man. I'm
2: not. Okay, if it,
0: I, isn't, okay, if it guys, isn't Adam Sandler, it. it's not going to be in it. I bought it. <laughs> He's like, I bought it right now, semi-eyed. as we speak. You just
1: bought it now? Okay, yes. great. I can watch it. All right, great. I shortcomings. we will come
0: back then and give you the review.
1: Yeah, exactly. Shortcomings. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. Solid number ten. Anything else? Sorry, I don't know if we interrupted you halfway through that.
0: No. Um.
1: No. No. Definitely. Just. Alright. Uh, right, it's a great number ten.
2: Although now. I do love Ben's character. Cause he, ben is a cinephile in this movie, so you might enjoy that.
1: I, I mean, yeah, that's who works kinda... at
2: an art house movie theater.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, somebody sounds like right. sounds like for me. All right, rough on to you now. Your first pick. here number ten.
0: Yeah, my number ten is a uh, comedy sci fi movie. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That came out in the summer. Uh, have you guys guessed it yet? The revieweded <laughs> comedy sci fi. The creator. Asteroid City. Uh did did Asteroid City come out in the summer? Uh, well one day, like late summer. No, this is uh They Clone Tyrone. They Clone uh, Tyrone, right. Okay. Yeah. So this is uh the quick uh this is directed by uh Jewel Taylor, uh, written mm-hmm. by two people, uh Jewel Taylor and Tony uh, Rettenmeyer, Um starring a ton of people. Uh John Boyega, Jamie Foxx, uh Tiana Paris, who also did like a, a couple other movies that year, Uh Dave Allen Greer, Kiefer Sutherland. It's uh, you know predominantly black cast, uh, black cast. Um, with some uh, sprinkles of white as I like to say Uh, this is a series of eerie events thrust into an unlikely trio onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy Mm -hmm. in this pulp mystery caper as it says right there Um, which whatever but I really dig the whole like that whole caper that's like my jam you know and uh, for for this type of movie Um, and that's like I, I just love watching movies like this um, and I like the fact that it's sci-fi-ish. It's this, uh, this, this whole thing that's going on in the neighborhood that they have to solve. And John, how John Boyega's character is uh, our Fontaine. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, and uh, how he, how he, how he kind of goes about the whole situation. Um, yeah, I dug, I dug the heck out of this movie. Um, and I love how it felt very like, yeah, I could see these people acting this way. And then when you get a lot of reveals is I'm trying to obviously avoid spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. But um, as you get, as you can conti- as you get the reveals, it's how they deal with it. And uh, it talks about a lot about potential. It talks a lot about what's it called? Um, uh, potential for, uh, and how people are viewed are um, the black people, the black community are viewed. And uh, it's, you know, especially like through the perception of like either government or uh, the white eyes, you know, and stuff like that. It's, it's yeah. re- it's really it says a lot without saying a lot, and then it's at the same time it's really funny, and it's it has that whole cool like sci fi thing that's going on, um, which guess what there is cloning because that's the part of the movie, yeah, um, and it's really cool. It's one of those like you did you don't expect what's going on in this in this in this movie, and as it continues to go, you are like I I don't know where this is going to go, and they do some pretty cool. uh, Kind of sorry to bother you, like uh, uh, yeah, dialogue. No, it does have I, I feel, I feel. It does. It does feel like that. It also oh. has that feel. Um, and uh, and then especially towards the end, there's just like how it. Uh, I, I do feel like there's like just just a gigantic reveal that happens. That's just I think it plays out so well. And it is one of those movies that you it, it requires. It demands your attention. Um, even and it's good because you're having it's like a nice fun ride at the same time. Um, but yeah. yeah, my number ten is uh, They time Tyrone. That's on Netflix yes it, it is short. one of oh, those indie yep.
1: movies I think Luke picked it for a review that's yes was, I did he it on the yeah I think, he, I think he did Yeah, yeah, um, not very well seen a lot of people a lot of people saw it but it's a good movie <laughs> um, alright that's your number 10 my number 9 9 film uh, I didn't think I would be first on the predictions list but my number 9 is one of the ones that you, someone said earlier uh, it's not a repeat it is When Evil Lurks Luke hey, said that yeah, it was going to be on here so yes you are right an evil lurks, made num- my number nine. In a remote village, two brothers find a demon infected man just about to give birth to evil itself. They decide to get rid of the body only to end up unintentionally spreading chaos. Um, Someone is made by Demian Rug- Rugna, starring a lot of people that you do not know, like Ezekiel Rodriguez, Demian Salomon, and Sylvina Sabater. Sabater. And. Um, this is a movie from Argentina. It's my one it's, it's both one of three foreign films on my top 10. Not many. I usually have more in my years previous. But one of three and one of the few one of three movies on my list that I rewatched also. Uh, three or four I think that I managed to rewatch before the end of the year to solidify whether or not it's going to be, you know, nice. one of those. And it is, man. This movie is Talk about uh, my favorite genre this year is horror. A lot of good, a lot of bad movies too. A lot of bad horror. Let's not let's not forget that. There's a lot of bad movies.
0: When Thanksgiving comes up on my list, I better not.
1: But uh, we'll see. I guess I'll have to suck that up and not oh, say anything boy. while you talk about that one. Anyway, um, but horror really came and stepped up a lot this year for me, and for a lot of people out there who people who saw not just this movie, but for example, like no one will save you, and other ones like that. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's made a lot of hay, and so on. Um, yeah, and Evil Lurks for me is the most uh, the most inventive, the most in your face, hmm. um, the most creative, and in and like original in its storytelling and world building and concepts. And likewise, the the performances that go along with it are not like the best in the planet or anything. I wouldn't say that. That's what they're doing, but they. They definitely shoulder uh, the grand majority of the screen time really well. And I remember that this movie is one of those unforgettable movies. I almost don't have to rewatch it. I know enough uh, <laughs> to never forget this movie. You know what I'm saying? Did you end up watching this movie three times?
2: Especially The Dog?
1: No, just twice. Just twice? Okay. Just twice. So yeah. far, just twice. Um, it is available on Shutter that if anyone has an account.
0: Fuck that dog. Thing.
1: Dude, fuck that dog scene. Exactly. No, that dog scene for real. It does a lot of, does a lot of damage to the psyche. Um, and other stuff, too. Other stuff, too. It has some genuine chills. I never get that kind of stuff. I feel like everything I really want to get out of a horror movie, I got on this one. And, I, and I'm glad for it. So, that's why I made num- my number nope. my, my number nine. So, that is uh, When Evil Lurks. Damn. Luke got that Oscar bingo so far. <laughs> yeah, so far. He got the first one. Um, All right. Luke. You're number nine.
0: Sure, All right, Asteroid my space.
2: number nine. <laughs> hmm. All right, yeah, you guys called it Asteroid City. Ast- that, oh, I did. I- Oscar called that one. That's yeah, an Oscar. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, following a writer on his world-famous fictional play about a grieving father who travels with his tech-obsessed family to small rural Asteroid City to compete in a junior stargazing event, only to have his worldview disrupted forever. Obviously, I have a huge thing for Wes Anderson and his uh, filmmaking, so this obviously had to have... One of his movies had to have made the list.
1: One of his six movies. Or four, or uh, five? Five. five. Sorry, five. My bad. Four five. shorts, one full length. Six movies. <laughs> My bad.
2: <laughs> don't tell me I missed one.
1: Yeah. A commercial. Yeah. Uh, I, no,
2: I don't know. and obviously, the best part about it is, after the fact, after seeing this movie, I really enjoyed how it was made, how... You know, it's a play, and you see the making of the play, and you see the play as it goes. and
0: mm-hmm. playception.
2: Playception in a nutshell, yes. It was fantastic. I loved it. He gets some of the biggest stars to work with him, and it's crazy. Like, I mean, just the cast itself is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah. I always go back to that one scene with Scarlett Johansson in her trailer, and they talk about that nude scene and how tasteful or not tasteful it is. And Great. they... They say all this stuff, they don't show it, and then they show it yeah. a scene later, and it's so, like, background. It's just like, it's like a, that's a very layered upon layered kind of joke. Yeah. A visual gag that's in that movie. That's pretty yeah. really cool. <laughs> so, uh, I remember well. that scene a lot. Um, not because of Scorcher, but just because. Um, that's great. Yeah. So. Astro City. And I mean, I haven't rewatched, have you rewatched this at all? I'm just curious.
2: No, I have not.
1: they wanted to rewatch it. I and I, I kind of
2: I think there was like some deleted scenes. I think they were mentioning, and I mm. kind of want to see those.
1: Yeah, me so. too. Um, surprised he would have any, because he's so meticulous on his framing and shit. Right. And all or I think scenes. there was like a
2: no, no, sorry, the deleted scene that was talked about in the movie that never actually. Oh. Proved.
1: <laughs> oh, that's even that's even worse. That's but that's something that that yeah, you could make as a fun extra. Yeah. Um, all right, that's a great number nine. Asteroid City. Check it out. I don't know if it's available anywhere, but you can find it. I, I think mean, it's,
2: it's on, on physical it. right now, like Blu-ray. And- no, I
1: think it's not on Peacock actually. but no, that's
2: there? like three people.
1: I know, right? I just got off it a few months ago, a couple months ago. Um evil. Yeah, no, that's no, two people exactly. Uh, Raf, your number was it nine? Nine.
0: Yeah, my number nine is I had I seen this probably earlier. Mm-hmm. And I can and I can let it. Um, let me have more time to ponder on it and let it sit well more with me. It could, I could say it could be higher on the list for sure. Hmm. Um, but as is, I just saw this movie today. Um, today my number nine and yeah, my number nine. Yeah. Damn. My number nine is, uh, American fiction. Um, Oh, American yeah. fiction is, it was a really good fucking movie. Um, this is written and directed by, uh, Cord Jefferson and written also with Percival Everett. Mm hmm. It's about a novelist who's, as a description, um, who's fed up with the establishment. Uh, I really feel like establishment should also be uh, quoted, but profiling from black quoted. uh, Entertainment uses a pen name to write a book that propels him to the heart of hypocrisy and the madness he claims to disdain. Um, As you can tell, my number nine and 10 are very similar picks. Um, uh, In that that aspect. Uh, Starring Jeffrey Wright, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, um, Erica Alexandra, Alexander, sorry, John Ortiz, Leslie Uggams, um, Ada, uh, Adam Brody. I almost said Adam. Uh, Keith David. Let's go, Keith. Uh, Issa Rae and uh, Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, um, love that guy. Yeah, so do I. He does have that. Like, I am an asshole, and I know it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I really did dig this movie a lot. And uh, as I'm going through my top ten list, I was like, man, is like, I got to put you somewhere. I just don't know where. And uh, like I said, really like nine, ten for sure. Ten was like interchangeable, yeah. Right. Um, and I was just like, yeah, where 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 do I fit you? Because um, I was like thinking about it, and I was like, I love, I love the ending for this movie. I I really do. I really do. How I, I love how it ends and how it kind of wraps up and what it's saying about just overall the message, and um, just I, I, I do feel uh, they call him a Monk because his name is uh, Thelonious, right?
1: Yeah, um, like the, like the famous jazz.
0: Um, correct okay. right right well yeah. right well you wouldn't know right um uh, right. Well, wow you watch posh oh okay that's i thought you meant because I was old wow well, that, that, too. that too but yeah uh fun. yeah they call him monk uh Thelonious monk and he uh he's very uh he has this like way that he feels people like how how he feels people should perceive things right and yeah. uh and it's it's funny because I feel that way sometimes too where you're just like what are you doing? Or how do you how do you not see it this way? Or you know and stuff like that. You put your you put your own person uh, or you put your own feelings and thoughts on somebody, and it sucks because uh, it means that you have expectations of people, right? And then uh, or you feel like they sh- should be better or whatever the case is. Um, and there's a lot of that on his aspect because he is he feels like he's the smartest guy in the room or the most learned for sure. Um, and at, at some points, yeah, he is, but at the same time, he's not. Playing the game, and when he starts playing the game, it works for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's yeah, he's he's just he's playing for him. He's playing himself the whole time, and it's not working for him. And then once he starts playing the game, and he f- figures out the rules of the game, and you're like, oh wow, this is actually really easy. And it sucks because it it's everything against that what he wants to do in life, and that's really shitty. But at the same time, the amount of Things that he can do, or he, the amount of money he can make, mm. the amount of notoriety he can receive, um, is it is it done in the way that he would ever want? No, and it eats away at him, and it it just it just crushes him to know that his best isn't good enough for the world, or the world won't accept his best. But what he considered his worst is the best, is what the world will be the best for him, and they like they see that as his best work, and it's insane because. And it's this. It talks about how white culture, white people see black culture, or just see black people in general, right? And how they want to. And it's very woke uh, of today's age, and it's what's talking about a lot of like how just, in the, just the beginning of the movie sets it up with um, they're doing a uh, what's it called? Uh, a white girl is <laughs> is in his classroom complaining about uh, having to read the word the N word. Oh book. yes. And she's offended for that for black people, and he's like, "Well, don't worry about it. I'm black and I'll let you." Like, you yeah, know. It
1: was early in the film. I love like, that. It was like the was first like the five first minutes of the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, will, I I feel like I would react just like him. Like Jesus Christ. Like yeah, it's the title of the fucking story.
0: Exactly. It's the title of the story. Like and he and he you know he answers it very well. Very very no, well I think He did out. a good job. He, he wasn't like
1: immediately flying off
0: the no, handle. No, he wasn't. Right. He was like, "We're all adults. We can you know we all know what it means. It implies It's difference." And he explains it so so well thought out. You know. And uh she still not understand she still doesn't get it and he's she like, down, yeah. Like what are you like and then it's just like you can see the ra- you can see why he's mad. And it's and that really that really uh tells you just what he has to deal with and wh- what basically like black people have to deal with or any person of color yeah. has to deal with. And here in the United States. Um and it's just like all of these things that what Hollywood likes, what uh the what's it called, uh American culture for Likes to highlight for black people, um, and it's, it's just insane to watch, and it's a really fun ride, um, and it feels also very like very real, really cool story, a really cool black story, um, and uh, and I love there's there's one scene that he's watching, uh, I don't know what channel he's watching, but they're highlighting black black movies and it's all the big black oh movies God. they're real movies too they are, they're yeah, all they real are. movies yeah and it's just so funny because all like gangbang shootings right, right, and pressures as they're showing them yeah it's like man you know what those are the movies that they only like to those are the things that they always like to bring up is oh did you have a um, did you have a uh, as a, a single black mother, you know, girl, we're raising raising a uh, family to adversity. <laughs> right, right. Uh, as uh, what's it called? Were you in a gang? Or you you? Or made, is you it, made story, right. is right. it a slave story? East Is it a slave story? Right, and it's like, 100%. did you did you hit the tropes? Oh, cool, yeah. right? How how did the white man hold you down? Oh man, and you made it through that. That's crazy, you know. Yeah, right, you're, you're you're so brave and powerful. And I love how, what it says about that. Um, I love his pen name. Uh, I love. Uh, it's such a such a cool story. Like I said, I wish I, could, I as I talk through it, we're gonna call it "fuck." <laughs> it's that's so great, and it's I I just I dug this movie so much that I I wish I saw it earlier so I can let it settle more, so I can have more mm-hmm. to think about it as I'm going through it now. I just like it probably make my list a little higher. Um, I don't know, like I said, I don't know where, but uh, yeah, right. my number nine, American Fiction. I uh, go watch it. There's no reason why you shouldn't. It's, uh, it's a really cool black American story.
1: So, yeah. Yes, and I'm glad it's making the rounds well, and it's uh, still in theaters, I think, so check it out, guys. Yeah, it's still totally is. Mm-hmm. That's your number nine. Now we're on to our number eights, right? My well, number eight is a comedy, a high school comedy. Huh. It's a movie that I don't think you guys have seen. I know you have heard of it, though. It's called Bottoms.
0: No, I didn't see this, but you did recommend watching this movie.
1: Oh, man, this movie was uh, one of those random Tuesday. I'm just going to watch this movie, see what it's about. Knew nothing about it going in. So uh, it's even better for that reason, I guess. It is a raunchy-as-fuck modern um, high school comedy. Two unpopular queer high school students start a fight club to have sex before graduation. That is the the premise of the film, which sounds like uh, almost every premise of an 80s high school, uh, raunchy comedy kind of thing. But there's so many twists and turns. This movie is, um, Fast Times at Richmond High, although that's more, that's also serious. I mean, I would say this is much more capital C comedy, right? So I'm trying to think of a better one. Um, it's, uh, uh, what's happening with Porkies? Um, no, that's not Porky's. Not, not, Porky's not right either. But let's go with Porky's. Porky's meets... Um, Sorry to bother you, That's what I kind of called it. Okay. Uh, it's very, like, very strange.
0: Yeah. And it goes a to a lot of world. places.
1: It's also very hard-hitting with the social commentary and the status of a lot of problems going on, uh, like jock culture, like uh, queer culture, and how it clashes, not just with jocks, but with everyone, and how they clash with themselves all the time. This film is... Uh, Written and directed by Emma Seligman. Co-written by Rachel Sennett. And Rachel Sennett also stars in the film. Um, should be said. Um, one of the two stars. And Ayo Edebiri is the co-star of the film. Who is uh, the lead actress in The Bear. So oh, okay. she she can play a high school act, uh, high school student completely convincingly. She was so, so good. In fact, that I almost didn't recognize her. I'm like, is that the fucking chef? Um, and it is, of course. Because she's completely playing a different character, okay. and I really like her in, in both both of these projects. This movie is fucking bonkers. It is insanely bonkers. I, I can't even, you know, it has a cr- lot of crazy one liners that you've never heard of before. As a, uh, it never is quite predictable to where it's going to go. It's very crude. It is uh, and brutal in some ways too. Um, in the in the comedy, it really fucks you up a little bit in that way. Definitely don't go in if you feel like you could be offended, because I think. That's part of the point. Um, like one of my favorite lines is, uh, you may be a black Republican, but you're still the smartest out of all of us or something like that. Um, which is a funny sentence. And uh, it's a lot of fun stuff in this movie. Uh, I haven't rewatched it, but I do want to. I know it's out already somewhere. You can buy it or rent it or something. Um, it's uh, streaming on MGM. Who has that? Nobody has it. What? They have MGM? a streaming platform? MGM Plus. Right. MGM
0: Plus. I'm like, I'm not fucking... There's me. a streaming platform for MGM. Dude, I feel like you're making you that up. i
1: right here at IMDb. What do you want from me?
0: <laughs> the truth.
1: <laughs> That's what it says.
0: I don't think we can handle
1: the truth. Um, crazy movie. Bonkers movie. I do recommend it. You all will have fun. This is definitely, like, if you can watch it in a group, that'd be great. If not, you'll still have fun with by yourself. So, check it out, guys. It is Bottoms. It snuck up on me. One of those sneaker-up m- movies. Um... It is It says from the producers of Pitch Perfect and Cocaine Bear. I, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like extreme versions of both of those, honestly. Wow. And yeah. in the in the area they're in. Um, I love this movie. Anyway, that's my number eight. Luke, what is your number eight?
2: Ah, my number eight is a sports movie.
1: Oh man. Is it really? I, is it I next go wins? No. Okay.
2: It's the Iron Claw. Oh wow. man. The okay. true story of the inseparable Von Erich brothers who made history in the intensely competitive world of professional wrestling in the early 1980s. All right. This is one depressing ass movie. That's what
1: I heard. I it heard it was a real yeah, American see, tragedy. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. I did it's, not see his movie. I oh, wish I did. did not see yeah, it. Yeah, I, because I, I think it's the same director that did that one movie.
1: Uh, yeah, Rachel okay. uh, Martha Marcy May Marlene.
2: Yeah, I think you like that one. And
1: made my top. Made my top 10. And his next film, The Nest, in 2018, made my top 10 that year. Oh, wow. Or 2019 yeah. or something. so. So, well, this could have, I guess.
2: Yeah, so I um I actually knew about the Von Erich brothers from, like, a episode of Dark Side of the Ring. And, man, I think they left some stuff out because this, you know, this movie only had, what, like, a two-hour some time. Yeah. They, they could have probably done, like, a four-hour movie on these guys. That's how
1: fucked up this whole family was. Yeah. You,
2: Tragic, you, you, but intense, like... A lot of brotherly love, which I know you two share. For
1: well, sure, yeah. We love to wrestle.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I remember you guys beating the shit out of each other. Were you there or something? <laughs> yes, I was.
1: Were you like a cheerleader or, or
2: something? No, I was just avoiding the carnage.
1: Okay. I don't remember that. Were <laughs> you fighting for part of Luke Ruff?
0: Yeah, I, also, I don't know. He, he was around really. a lot.
1: Yeah. You, you were around a lot.
2: <laughs> so, you know, uh, great movie, uh, great story, great acting, everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely depressing, though.
1: So, I hear that this guy is almost unrecognizable with the muscles, um, dude.
0: It's after... not uh, unrecognizable, but it's it takes it, it takes you it, a while. It exactly. is sure you're, I yeah, you're you're just head. like you're more like amazed by like the amount of muscle and stuff going on around him. You're just like that's insane. All yeah. right, brother. Right, right.
1: All right. I mean, I can't wait to watch this. And now uh, you gave me yet another reason to watch it. I was going to see it anyway, but I'm um, definitely have to see it more now. Uh, I do love this director. I mean, I have no interest in wrestling, granted, or biopics necessarily. But I, you know, they looked interesting. For
2: sure. It's an A twenty four movie. It's, it's up your alley, right?
1: You're, yeah. right, you're right. That's <laughs> not wrong. They usually have a lot of good home runs. Um, yep. We should check how many A twenty four movies we have on this actually, because <laughs> I think there's more than a few. Um, that is your number eight, The Iron Claw. Yes. Uh, check it out. It's still in theaters, I believe. It, it um, probably, yeah, yeah. So check it probably out everyone, be if you can. Much longer. Yeah, I may have to try to catch it, or maybe just wait a while. Um, we're on to Roth's number eight, right? No, seven? Eight?
0: Eight. Uh, eight. eight. Yeah. Yes. My number eight is, uh, go fuck yourself, Oscar, but it is uh, Ferrari.
1: Yeah, ah! I, I guessed it. Yeah, and you a
0: fucking sports-giving the, motherfucker. It's in the bingo, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, this is... And, Listen, it's funny because I just know about his life. I just know it about the guy. He's,
1: you were like chuckling to yourself, like, "Oh yeah," I'm like, "Bitch, we don't know what you are thinking." Like, I don't <laughs> know what so or
0: like, it's "Like, oh, they got this right." I'm like, "Bitch," like, this, "Yeah, they did get know. that right. right." He's a guy. So this is uh, Michael Mann's uh, Ferrari, right? Um, yeah, I think It's based on the book because I think it's uh, Troy Kennedy Ma- Martin and Brock Yates. I one of them is, I think the book or whatever. Yeah, um, starring uh, Adam Driver, uh, Shailene Woodley. Um, uh, there's yeah. some, some names that I'm gonna say about her stuff. Yeah, Penelope, Penelope Cruz, fucking way to go, Penelope Cruz. She's yeah. aging like um, wine, bro. Yeah, bro, fucking like a fucking fine wine. Holy shit, uh, Giuseppe Fe, uh, Fest, uh, Festinese, Alessandro Cremona, uh, Derek Hill. <laughs> Funny. Anyways, um, it says set in the summer of '57, uh, 1957. Uh, Enzo mm-hmm. Ferrari's Auto Empire in crisis. The X racer turned. Entrepreneur pushes himself and his drivers to the edge as they launch into the Emilia, Emilia, a treacherous 1,000-mile race across Italy, which, by the way, is just insane to think about, and fantastic race, and just the the scene of that race is amazing. Um, Super famous turn, super famous, uh, what's it called, Uh, set pieces. Anyways, uh, I dug how on point, and I know Adam Driver, um, you know, very stoic. Um, they like to put him in those type of roles of like, I'm very uh angry or I'm a <laughs> kind of person, right? Um I feel like he's almost like marriage kid. story. I, yeah, right. I feel like he's like, always typecasted like one. you're in an angry role, like mm-hmm. no shit. <laughs> like, okay. Um but but you know, but but you're still sensitive. Oh, okay. Uh so yeah, he's uh he plays he plays on Zo, which obviously leads I think he's like in ninety eight percent of the movie. Uh, maybe a hundred, to be honest with you. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. Um, obviously, he has to run uh, run the whole th- the whole thing. But he's this is a pivotal time where if you've and you guys have seen Ford versus Ferrari, this is when Ford actually wants to buy them out also. And like they're at the point where they're they're not they're hemorrhaging money because mm-hmm. they're so tailor made to things. I mean, and you see it in the movie. He's talking to somebody, a uh, king of something or whatever. He's try- He every car is custom made. Um, every car. So, like that matters because uh, they can only make so many; they can only produce so many cars. So, if you are, it's very much like um, a Rolls Royce kind of scenario, where every car is handmade. uh, That it's even though you make two of the same car, they're all gonna they're gonna have a little bit different things because they're handmade. So they're just Uh, gonna.
1: There's this great line early in the movie where he's like, uh, "This company, it's not Ford; it's the other one. Uh, This company makes um, race cars to uh, makes these kind of races cars to sell." Yeah. consumer by cars oh, yeah. jaguar. i make, yeah. uh, jaguar make right. jaguar yeah I, I um i make consumer cars so i can do race cars yeah <laughs> it's Well, a that's, very yeah, different yeah, he, world right, right yeah, yeah he's, he's like sell- talking about it very i'm like not them
0: at all <laughs> yeah for sure he's he very much sells he uh sells cars to continue racing just right. to prove to everybody that he's basically perfected the car or like he has like the best cars out there right right, uh, right the engine and everything else like that and i mean to that feat you see the uh, Ferrari is just a known entity in the race world, right? In Formula One and sure. uh, just uh, Grand Touring. I, I mean, just, we're uh, going
1: to have to believe you on that
0: one. I've never seen a race in my life. Yeah, I mean, it's really. fine. So, I they just I have raced history, in Forza. That's right? all I know. There you go. <laughs> right. Uh, so Burnout? the type of person he is, is very much like he's a mile, not a mile a minute kind of guy, but he's very much like he's everywhere. He's 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 omnipotent kind of person. He's very much everywhere in in uh he goes to work on the car he comes to see the races he comes to do the interview he steps back up. he he never stays in one place and this movie really shows that he's everywhere he's never in one spot too long except for when he's sleeping right um like that's right. like the longest he stays in one spot i think uh and he doesn't really sleep much to be really honest with you yeah uh well, so that that's where i was wife, like, at least <laughs> those things right exactly um those things are very are very much what's it called uh like he every every race that he starts off with, most people stay with the race and they just watch the whole race together, or they last as long as they can. Like a Le Mans, the twenty four hour race of Le Mans, you would stay there for the day. He doesn't. He leaves. I got shit. He has shit to do. He will come back. Like yeah, and he's yeah, like I'll be there. there. I'll be there for the for the finish line. And he's he's so into it that he's kind of like the coach. He's the owner, but he's the CEO and he'll co CEO. Like and it's just like he's doing so many things. He's got so many hats. Um, and I think they did a really great job in showing how just dedicated he was. Uh, and then obviously having his own life in the background and having to deal with his life and also feeling like a small town. And I feel like they did a really great job of, it is a small town. And in this small town, they produce a lot of like big people as well. Um, where there's like a, the C, another CEO of, uh, what's it called? Maserati's there. Maserati, that's the one. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's okay, I got you. For the and uh, the uh, so Ferrari and Maserati, and they're like they're friends, but they're enemies at the same time. They're very friendly with each other. They know each other. They they grew up with each other. Like it's just all these things that, and they're all like from the same place. Uh, and just ha- that adversity helps drive each other and push themselves further. Um, I think it shows a lot of stuff of of like he knows he has this great product, and he does everything in his power to make sure that he keeps the business, and obviously we know that he ends up doing that because that's just history, which I didn't want to ruin for you, Oscar. And then that right. one race towards <laughs> the end that happens and how he has to deal with <sighs> those adversities yeah. of just accidents you know, happening, freak accidents happening.
1: That was such a fucking... that was a fucked up. Dude, Michael Mann so did not I, hesitate on no, showing they, everything he, there. He did
0: not. So that, that scene when I saw the trees and I saw the long thing, and I was like... You was fucking like, knew? Oh, I was like, oh, this is the this is oh. scene of the accident. And I, was I
1: like, knew it cinematically when they cut to a boy oh yeah yeah yeah. that's a good time i'm like bitch you're fucking dead i don't know why you're showing (laughs) me right now this fucking kid but
0: they're fucking dead (laughs) yeah there's there is that that for sure that's like all right we're we're getting ready boys you know uh Mm -hmm. i saw what i saw that that because that's a very famous um, like i said it's also a cycling they do they do that cycling um it's a very very famous uh, strip of road and uh, when I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure this is a scene when the when the car flips," <laughs> and I was like, and I was, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm right." And I was like, "That's fucking worse than like what I've seen in like like what's it called the uh, videos or whatever that I've seen or whatever." And that's insane. I was like, "Oh my god, that's hard to watch." But Ferrari, uh, great movie. I thought uh, Adam Driver knocked it out of the park, and same with Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz uh, just fantastic as well. Uh, she she plays Ferrari's uh, wife or uh, Enzo Ferrari, uh, his wife uh, Laura. Yeah, and uh, she looks so much older than Enzo, much. than Enzo does, mm-hmm. but it also feels so Italian. Like they feel like that's so traditional Italian people that, and she's so, uh, what's it called? She has like, even though they're obviously like very much estranged at this point, they're she's still like, Well, I'm obviously married to you and I have all of these things, you know, we've built this life together. I'm not gonna just fucking throw that away, you know. So um it's a, it's a lot, it's a lot to unpack. So yeah. Really good movie. That's Ferrarius, my number seven. Yes that's your number seven? That's your eight? number eight. 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 My apologies. Eight. Like, oh, wrong. My number eight. eight. Number. Eight. I am I, sorry. You're going to your number seven. That's my
1: point. Yes, yes. I am next here with number seven. Um, excellent that I guessed that one. Ferrari, such a I You know that day was very uh, fortunate, I guess, because uh, we, you were like pick a movie Oscar. Like uh, yeah, pick, I you totally. Like, pick. I'm like it's maybe the Iron Claw or Ferrari, and I went with Ferrari only because I know you like that. So yeah, well, I really? I mean, if I went with Iron Claw, would you be talking about Iron Claw right now? <laughs> <laughs> right exactly yeah that's would you my point is that would you have uh, fought, uh like found a way to watch ferrari if we hadn't seen it that
0: day yeah i would have yeah because the the harder movie to watch and i told you this in text which was mm-hmm. i think the harder movie to watch is iron claw because it had already been out and oh, ferrari right. just came out that weekend so i was like right, well so. i have time to watch ferrari there'll yeah, okay. be more show times for that than iron claw right for sure so yeah. really i was like i was kind of hoping you picked iron claw Because I was like, well, I'm going to watch Ferrari regardless. That's the movie that I'm going to end up seeing on my own. Um, Would -hmm. I have pushed for it to see it in theaters? I could have probably held that back and be like, I'll watch it eventually. Hmm. That is a a thing, though, because I'm like, I know I'm going to see it eventually. I just don't know if... I would have still tried to push for it to to watch it in theaters.
1: Okay. All right. Now, my number seven, and this fully cements that, uh, for me, horror is the genre of the year. It is the movie I've seen the most this Uh year. I saw it three times in theaters. Nope, it is Talk To Me. Uh, Did you say Scream? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. Scream 6, I think, right? Scream 6 or 7. I forget. No, not that one. It is Talk To Me. This is from Australia. Another foreign picture. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, technically, yeah. Technically, yeah. it is. And uh, this is also one that we reviewed on the show. You can check it out, our review of that movie that I pushed so hard to watch. Um, when a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. Talk about A24. This is definitely an A24 film. Um, written and directed by, uh, well, co-directed by the twins, Danny and Michael Filippu. Uh, co-written by Danny and other people and starring Ari McHay- Mc. Mm, McCarthy, Ari McCarthy, Hamish Phillips, Kit Erhard Bruce. These are yeah. a lot of these are unknowns, actually. Sure. Oh, yeah. No, they are,
0: yeah. yeah. I think I, the the, yeah. the guys who bring the the involved hem to begin with are more known than the rest. I think they've done more work, but even then Yeah.
1: And the mother character definitely is one yeah, yeah. She's in sure. the fucking Lord of the Rings. So right. um, <laughs> she defeats the that one. Oh guy. yeah,
0: she's for sure. I'm okay. sure everybody was in talking to her about.
1: Not, no, not the Nazgul, the the King Witch guy. What's the name? Come on, Luke, you're the nerd. What? shut no.
2: up. <laughs> <Yeah>, he, <laughs> he, he, he knows, he knows
1: what i uh, He, knows, uh, he the, knows The He knows. Right. Anyway, no, no worries. Um, I, I love this movie so much. I saw it, I, I would say I showed it to my roommate. That was one of my showings. You know, I showed it to one of my friends. One of my showings. And I was well, the first time I saw it, I saw it by myself. And I made you all see it for the review. So, yes, yeah, so this, this movie was bandied about a lot in my circle uh, when it was out in theaters. This is what, when it came out, like uh, October? Yeah. I think. Um, anyway, uh, this movie is perfect in so many ways for me. And in, in the genre that it's working in, it is perfect. It, it's, it makes, it somehow manages to come up with an original way, an original story. Hook or device for a horror, a supernatural horror. In this case, very ghosts, very much about the afterlife and the other world kind of kind of feeling. Uh, that's the that's the range is working in, demonic or spirits or both. We don't know. And and this embalmed hand creates uh, a a basically new way of saying like, well, it's like it's like it's like ghost, but what if it was uh, an addict uh, like heroin? What if it was cocaine or drugs that kids might get into these days? And it treats it like that. It treats a, a very modern uh, world setting of people on their phones and kids on their phones using uh, this supernaturally cook device to bring mischief and see how that would play. And the thrill ride of the next time you get possessed, how does it feel to get possession? Um possession okay. as if you know as if an addiction does
0: it does, and it, it, does like it really the well time, right
1: but it doesn't just rely on that it has a very very believable story one of my favorite things about this movie that is so hard to do i don't know why it's hard to do but it is so hard to do in movies of any kind not just horror of any kind where you see a main character that is so believable or believable enough where her in this case her Her actions of the film is completely justified, are completely justified. You understand exactly why she makes those mistakes in the movie, but you can't, but you can't change her mind. You can't look away from it, and you completely understand at the same time why she would go down this path that you yourself may never do, but you did not have her life, right? Um, and it has a very believable sense of like where, is this going? And I mean, this can't go anywhere but down. Yeah, know? yeah. But like, you, but you can't change it. It is a car accident that no, you is, know it's gonna happen yeah, for sure. But you are forced to watch.
0: Yeah, it, and it yeah. is you the the whole thing with drugs uh, addiction that you bring up. Yeah, is, it does feel like that. It feels like uh, she did heroin for the first time, and she's like, "Man, this is fucked great!" Right, and I'm just hooked, and just and it's just like watching the downfall of like I right. am hooked. Like I I need to I need my hit. Right. I, I need the next one, you know. Right.
1: But it also knows very well that the the real way to do it is by the personal interactions, right? So, like her interactions with this makeshift family she's made with her best friend and her and that fa- and that friend's mom and that friend's f- her friend's mother, uh, little brother specifically, mm-hmm. all fucking are completely turned up fucking hell. I mean, turned into hell uh by her actions and what happens, and not just her, mind you. It's the addition as well. It's very much the embalmed hand that does a lot of it, but like. It works both ways. The personal attachments to the main character and the supernatural forces work together in the film very effortlessly that you will blink and you miss if you don't because it's so watchable and it's so entertaining and very gripping. And it really just goes for the throat on this whole movie. A lot of the big what the fuck moments of the year come from this movie, Um, specifically when that little girl, I'm not going to spoil the scene. A little girl tells her, you know, I let you in. And that's a lot of, like, little um, – uh, the movie has a lot of little sayings in it that you instantly can turn back in, my, in your memory and go, you know, like, oh, shit, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, very memorable. This, this is the years it follows for me in many ways uh, for creativity, originality, and, um, and you know, payoff and, you know, the way they made it and so on. Like, everything was really top-notch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really dug this movie. I love it. It's from Australia. Everyone check it out. Talk to me. It's definitely out there to watch whenever. Uh, buyable, rentable. Um, yeah. I highly recommend it. My number seven.
2: I just keep thinking of that scene where the kid bashes his face in. Yeah. And yeah. tries to take out his own eyeball. Yeah. yeah. Or or even in the shower. Like, mm-hmm. like fucks himself up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a bathroom. But yeah, you're right. It was one of those like yeah. shower-bathroom hybrids. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, check it out, guys. It's really gripping. Really insane. So, uh, you're number seven, Luke.
2: Yes. Oh, man.
1: What? You forgot you had a number seven?
2: No, I do yeah. Uh So, this is actually the first movie I saw in the theater in 2023.
1: Oh, okay. I, I know what <laughs> it is.
2: Yeah, you know, because I bought it because I showed it to you. You showed it to me? Oh, I bought it and my iTunes that I told you that I. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's... um. From South Korea. Broker. Yeah. When a young mother reconsiders abandoning her baby, she discovers a scheme selling foundlings for adoption.
1: Foundlings, huh?
2: Yeah. So, yeah, these guys volunteer at a hospital or a church and they have like a baby box that Mm -hmm. a mother can just leave the baby inside it and then they'll just, you know, put it up for adoption. But this mom doesn't put it in the box. She just leaves it outside of the box. So they swoop it up, delete the evidence and try to sell the baby for money (laughs) to another couple. And the mom comes back wanting her child. And then they all go on a road trip together to try to sell this kid. And in a way they become this weird makeshift family. I I know the plot doesn't do it justice, but you really feel like a sense of compassion and empathy for some of these people.
1: Is it made by the guy who did Shoplifters? Am I wrong?
2: It is that guy. Yep.
1: Yeah. Right. That's a really good movie.
2: I've, that I've movie's also very much about like a
1: makeshift family working in yeah. the streets. I, I
2: really want to find a way to watch Shoplifters. I'm sure it's widely available. I just
0: haven't put the effort into it. I think if you go to Korea, you could get you can watch. <laughs>
2: yeah. Or Japan. It's a. I mean, it's a Japanese director. So.
0: so. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, right. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I was gonna say, "Um, Chop Others I think is Japanese.
0: Didn't yeah. I? Am I the one who wanted to watch this movie? You are. Earth? You are. Yeah, I'm the you catalyst for this movie. The... Yeah, I wanted to watch this. I, I missed was, it. Like, I completely missed this it, one. Yeah. I, it, I remember, end of 2022. I was like, we're beginning of 2023. I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this movie called Broker. I'll just see if I can find it, and I never got around to it. And then Luke watched it, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll get around to it, and I never got around
2: well, to it. It's on my iTunes, so
0: feel free. again, I, yeah. There's so much shit in your iTunes though that it's hard to like. Just go you're, to recent. You're, so, no, yeah. no you're, it's, it's, it's pretty recent, recent. Yeah, no, no, maybe now it is. His recent <laughs> discovery is usually like Peter Pan. Or Peter Pan 2. a man fucks Wendy. Right, exactly. I, Peter Pan 3, the return of Wendy. You know, like, I don't know. Like, Wendy's Revenge. Right, yeah.
2: <laughs> Those are for my niece and nephew. Uh, yeah,
0: I know. There's a lot of Disney's, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Anywho, anyway, fantastic
2: Broker. movie. Go check out Broker. Feel this. Isn't it like a drama? Just I, like
0: a straight up
1: drama? Kind it's, of movie?
2: It's, it's comedy, but it's drama. And That's a really, whole it's really element. sad that
0: you said that, that she came back. in the
2: baby. Yeah. But then she kind of goes along with it because she also needs the money,
0: Ugh, Jesus. right? And
2: then there's these <laughs> cops. The, the the thing I you know, then there's like this little side plot of these like cops trying to find him, who's you know. So don't, so don't watch
0: like, this with kids. my wife. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah,
2: yeah. But I mean, there's this one quote. I think. Oh my God! What is it?
0: Look for it quickly.
2: This car is filled with liars. That's what the guy says, and he's not wrong.
0: Yeah. Well. We all.
1: I like yeah. that. All right, that's that's an excellent number. What is it, number seven?
0: Number seven.
1: Yeah, I mean you have two on here that I haven't seen in a lot on your top ten so far, Luke. I have not seen, so that's disturbing for me. Um, I need to fix that problem. I want to see these movies. All, All right, Ralph, right. okay. well, your number seven.
0: My number seven is uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Let's not pussyfoot around this. Three and a half uh, hour epic. Martin Scorsese's most recent film, uh, written w- with him and uh, along with Eric Roth and David Grant. Um, which is about the, based off the book, right? Yeah. Um, uh, quick description. When oil is discovered in the 1920s Oklahoma under Osage Nation land, the Osage people are murdered one by one until the FBI steps in to unravel the mystery. Uh, stellar cast. Um, I'm going to... Lily Gladstone, fantastic. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Jesse Plemons, um, John Lithgow, uh, let's see, Brendan Fraser, uh, uh, Tantu Cardinal, Kara uh, Jane Myers, Janae Collins, Jillian uh, Dion, um, Jason Is- Isbell. I was about to say Isabel. I was like, but that's not true. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, there's a lot of uh, Tatanka means. I'll for sure. Say that one. Uh, yeah. There's so oh, also uh, William uh, Balu or allow. Uh, you know what? Let me not fuck up. Shit. So um, this was uh, obviously like a, this is your the potential three, pick. The, the three-epic. Right. No, no, no. This is the, the three-hour epic. Yeah. Um, and I think we had talked about this when we did our review. I can't remember what episode. I, I should have done my homework on that to tell you to go listen to that episode if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, but nonetheless, you can go back. The uh, This is the one where I, you kind of feel... I, I, 188. He does the... Uh, thank you. He does... Scorsese does a really... does a good job of... Making uh Leo DiCaprio as this like like piece of shit? you pe- know no, no, no. dumb piece of shit. You oh know? yeah, yeah, like right. He part, plays yeah. his dumb part, right? But he's so uh empowered that he acts like he's the smartest person. Um or he's making all the right decisions, at least, you know, and uh but he's obviously just under the you know the control of uh De Niro's character, Hale, William Hale, which also like once you hear his name, you're like, oh, that guy, is, that name is really famous. Yeah, like, yeah. no shit. And then you see the, uh, just the control and the, of uh, the white, the white people control over the Native Americans or the Osage people, right? And just how they even control them with uh, uh, how much money they're allowed to use or when they can take out their own money and like, you know, that's it. What that's doctors
1: like, they have, you know. The, yeah, it's, uh, the,
0: the, the, the amount of like control that they have over is, is, Quite literally insane, but it's also cool to see them, uh, the Osage Nation, thrive in like and see the uh, the comp- kind of like turned on its head, right? Where instead you see the uh, minority trying to sell, asking for money, uh, stuff like that, in like in movies, and this is the opposite. You see the white person being the the help. You see, the white people who are the ones that are driving the taxis. They're the ones, uh, you know, cleaning your shoes. They're the ones asking for money to whatever. They're the ones trying to sell this thing. And I, I need to feed my kids, man. You know, like kind of stuff that you've seen in other movies, trope wise. You know, of the times that uh that you very much like you see other uh, any other minority, uh, really doing that to for the white man. Uh, so it's really cool to see that that dynamic, and it feels like it almost feels like. You, I also never knew about this. It's like a story untold and it's cool to be brought to light uh, being brought more like not to light, but more like being brought back to light, right? Giving it a yeah. bigger spotlight, changing the bulb. Hey, let's, 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 uh, let's make sure the spotlight doesn't, doesn't leave. Let's just make it bigger. Let's make it more known to people. And I love that. I love Martin Scorsese for doing that alone um, because I think it's uh, it's one of those stories that you should not, that as in American history that we shouldn't forget you know uh about how royally fucked we you know the what's it called uh we can be um even though we say how amazing we are in those times of pushing forward or progressing yeah, you know right, and right. we're still pieces of shit um sad to say right don't get me wrong we'll do a lot of great things but man for I feel like for every great thing we do like five bad things we just <laughs> Know oh, yeah. how to, we, we just have that dustpan ready, you know? <laughs> it's just like, Jesus. So I'd watch it. It, it is it is one of those things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen to the uh, the victors go to the spoils and they get to control the history, right? And the history books. right? So sad to say. Um, but it is good to know that, you know, we're not so far removed from it that it has been completely erased. And I love that for that reason alone. And I don't know if you haven't said my top three movies. Or so so far, three of my top movies, uh, top ten movies have already been very much uh uh, and bit is of the times right, uh sort of wokey of kind of like saying uh a lot of social commentary stuff, a yeah. lot of social commentary, yeah, and it's um, justice and it is a lot of that right, it's and it's bringing it bringing it to light, but I feel like they're they're done well enough, they're done, obviously um they're done well enough, and they're done from even though this is a white man giving the story, right, I think he did a really good job of partnering up with people to make sure that. He like, hey, I'm doing this right justice for the Osage people as well. because um, I know he partnered up with a lot of them. Yep, he did. Um, mm-hmm. that's really great. So this is uh Killers of the Flower Moon, watch it. Uh Leo DiCaprio's dumb as fuck in it. So if you want to watch that, that's cool too. Um yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it is a big epic,
0: but it's worth watching. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, like listen, just piss beforehand, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Uh or just pause it. I mean now you can pause it and just go piss and go back. Anyway. Um, that's your number seven. Excellent, number seven. Um, my number six. My number six is our first double. Our first uh, retread. Uh, is it with me? I don't know. Is it with? You? It, is it is. I'm asking. It, it is with you. Okay. Um, it so is it's American it's... fiction. I was like, like, why? No, it's not Ferrari. <laughs> no, it's not Ferrari. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. What? That's up? my number six as well all right
0: oh hey (laughs) first triple i'm not gonna lie to you i i had i seen it just a little earlier i saw it a week ago (laughs) so there you go i saw it yesterday yeah such a good movie continue boys continue
1: i'm not even gonna describe because raf already mentioned what it's about and all that but i agree with what raf said and wholeheartedly i love this is also one of those movies that it's hard-hitting and it's not like in your face about it's not about that it's not about swearing or about showing too much it is showing enough and we know what i found most the thing that uh this movie um did that i was surprised about is that i mean i went into this movie seeing the trailer and i knew the concept like this is a funny concept this is uh, really it could be hard-hitting it could be fun i don't know what's gonna go but you know but this movie proved that it's beyond its concept it's not just about like this uh, black educated man in our modern day, you know, being un- in a- in a- unable to like receive any kind of worthy praise or money or whatever you want to call accolades or uh, that he deserves for writing these books that he has written already. And on a lark, actually on a prank, because he's kind of an asshole himself <laughs> on a prank. He writes this book called My Pathology written as if. You know, is written by all these famous uh, writers in these days uh, about, like, basically almost like black sportation. It's not black sportation, but it's almost like that. Yeah. Uh, these books that, like, about the ghetto and about all this shit, raising rough and uh, gangsters and, you know, talking, whatever, talking. A lot with... of stereotypical things. Yeah, a lot of stereotypical, like, boys in yeah. the hood shit. And he writes it as a joke to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> to um to these uh houses, I guess, these publishing houses, and it turns into this whole thing. But this movie's beyond that. The movie it does a lot into this man's life and about his dating life, meeting a new woman in you know as a single man, meeting uh his family. His brother is like obviously the most memorable for us, maybe, uh sure. Sterling K. Brown. And the tragedy that befalls early on and two of his family members. And the movie is Much more heartfelt because it manages to interweave both of the concept and his life story that has – I'm not saying nothing to do with it. It informs the concept or what's going on with his decisions with that, especially wanting to quit many times. That um, it has a really nice crescendo by the end where, like, the ending – Is so pitch perfect for me,
0: dude. It's so good
1: with the multiple (laughs) endings. I'm not going to spoil it beyond that saying, but like, it is such a good idea. Yeah, and I thought it was going to fuck it up, and then it did the one thing that I wanted, and it did it right in front of me as I was thinking about it. Yeah, I was like, yes, thank you. So, I this movie is amazing. It's really great. I was wowed by it.
0: I thought they were going to name the book uh, "Fuck My Pathology."
1: yeah huh. yeah no he's just like
0: fuck yeah <laughs> what i mean that pitch is amazing Be- yeah. it just yeah it's so funny it's such yeah. a funny scene it
1: All is right. really funny also, also another kind of comedy yeah it's very much a comedy a lot yeah. of comedies are creeping up in my list here uh look
0: what do you have to say about the movie sorry
2: uh this fantastic universe, movie yes i i i was laughing my ass off in that theater
0: yeah, my theater was uh maybe had like twenty people in it. They they were they were pretty good, pretty loud. I was the youngest person by maybe thirty
2: years in that. Me
1: theater. too. <laughs> yeah, I'm I was shocked. the youngest for sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but it was fantastic. Uh, it was funny. It's obviously it spoke a lot about how some people, you know, uh, just pander and stuff and everything. It's like, oh well, we can't tell a black person no. So yeah, yeah, we'll totally side with you on this. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's yeah. And it's just people that like you obviously have no real connection to the, the black community.
1: No way. No. Right. And that's
2: the hypocrisy. Because I was in this theater, I'm like, mm, I don't think any of people can actually say they have a black friend
0: in here. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was, so it was actually a black older couple sitting like um, 10 rows in front of me. It was like tell almost at sort of the front.
0: Tell right. me they were laughing hard.
1: No, well, the guy was. Yeah. And not hard, but I could tell he was laughing. There was another, I think Italian. I'm not sure some European, Italian <laughs> kind of sounding laugh yeah, uh, he was laughing the hardest and yeah, I was yeah. that
0: was living alone right cool. yeah. yeah i love Issa rays uh what's called uh
1: yes and i love how we don't though. it's not exactly uh-huh. how we think it's not gonna go either it's when not, that conversation yeah. happens you know that i'm not gonna spoil mm-hmm. but like it's it goes much better than i think it does because i think so too yeah there are shades to this 100 and there are different versions 100 yeah. percent yeah. you know
2: yeah I mean, I honestly, th- I thought she was like pandering too in this movie until I heard.
1: Right, you know what? Don't, I kind of thought that they, so they were gonna like game recognize game. Oh, uh, really? Was yeah. The you know, I, like, I
0: was watching this. I was like, I just kept thinking of South Park's Pandaverse. I, still
1: I just haven't kept seen thinking it. about the
0: Pandaverse. and I, I, I was like, and I was like, that's uh, it's just it's so funny. Yeah, sorry.
1: It is definitely. A, I mean, I, I based on what that sound, based on the name of Pandaverse, I'm guessing I, what it is. So, like, oh, yeah. uh, based on that, I mean, this is like a, a real. Adult, yeah. really mature version of that kind of thinking and that kind of like social criticism of our current stuff. Um, it, it it works really well. This movie that's this is a movie that I think a lot of pe- everyone should watch. This is like one of those like everyone yeah. should be watching this movie. Should really go on to take an opinion on this movie, right. even if it's different from what I'm saying. Or what I feel about it. Like it's not I mean, about yeah. that. It's about they can have the can wrong do.
2: opinions, it's fine.
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> um but but my point is that like I, I haven't disclosed what my actual opinion on this stuff is. I just agree with the way it was doing it. And based on that you can have your own opinion. Yeah. And I just think it just does a good good job for anyone to come up with uh their own damn thoughts on this. So yeah, I liked it a lot. Obviously, it's my number six. And it's Luke's number six. Yeah. That's so, so yeah. funny. Raf, wow, if only you had
0: seen it forty-eight hours ago.
2: Right. Would well, have been right there. You
0: know what's so funny? Had Triple sixes. It, had yeah. I seen it forty eight hours ago, it might have it might have come up, but we have mm-hmm. our next uh, double. And it's my double is only with Luke here. Oh, okay. So right, because you're the next on number six. Right. Yeah, my number 6 mm-hmm. Double with Luke. And that's the Iron Claw. Hey. Um so, so you had managed to see it. Okay. I did manage to see this, yeah. Um and I bring up the oh so by the way, uh, t- Two people, two couples, not couples, four people all together, one couple and then two friends left. Two minutes, 20 minutes into this movie, uh, two girls left and they were obviously Zac Efron people. Um, oh, really? Wanted to watch a Zac Efron movie. And yes. like, Oh, this isn't what I think it's going to be. Right. And, left, right? and then uh, a couple towards the end of the movie left. And I'm just, I'm like, dude, you have like 20 minutes left in this movie. Like, why are you leaving? Like, also like... They can't take the heart. What break. the fuck? Right. Remember, so, I remember, mean, like, it was remember that. a
1: bunch I of people left doing poor things? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Not a bunch, but like a, a couple. Yeah,
0: of, enough to be right, right? Yeah. Um, I'll say right away, uh, Holton uh, uh, McC- McClaney, right? M- Mc um, Fritz with the dad. Fantastic. Yes.
1: I Fantastic.
0: He does such a great job in this Um. There's nothing lovable about him. No, he, yeah. He, he, I also and, heard that. Uh, right. There's nothing lovable about him. But it sounds like
1: projects. No, no, like, they not
0: Right. There are no, there there a heard. couple parts in this movie where, like, some stuff, especially towards the beginning, he says, you're like, oh, it sounds like he's kind of like, like, oh, like, yeah, that makes sense. That sounds like, yeah, we should, we should, we are judged by how we deal with our adversaries, uh, adversaries, right? adversaries. And um, we are judged by that. And how, how do we handle it? And how do we go through it? But I'm like, hey, how about we, um, how about we have this conversation the day after the fucking guy was buried, not the day of, you know, right, uh, right? Like, how about we actually like sit through a fucking feeling? How about we have feelings, you know? How about like, and, and it is like a lot of those things, right? You got
2: feelings, you're going down a notch.
0: I mean, and also seeing what's his name, um, <laughs> excuse me, uh, Jeremy Allen White, uh, Jeremy Allen White, uh, Harris, Harris Dickinson. Um, these, they, they do a great job as well. Um, what's, uh, cause Carrie, Carrie in the movie, uh, who plays, a uh, lip in, uh, what's it called? Um, shameless, shameless. And then the, the, ba- the, the, the bear, he's in the bear, in the bear, he's in the bear, the the bear, car Um, yeah, that he does, a, he does a fantastic job. Cause when he, once his character is introduced and you're just like, also, you kind of don't see it, uh, of just like how. He, they're all built. They're all like fucking oh, built. Yeah, and, and and even even whoa. I knew I knew the Von Eric the I knew the name Von Eric right um, in wrestling. I've never been a big wrestling person, right? And I know Luke's you know, or Liz is more in that world than I am. But uh, that's his Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, it oh, is gosh. This, right. Um, and it's this insane like competitive world of wrestling. Of like, and it is this. They they have this talk about how it's kind of like. How popular you are, how more popular you are, and how the things of that nature um, help you just kind of promote yourself or move up in your rankings or in the get you promotions, as he has it. Um, but I really do think uh, this movie does fall a lot on Zac Efron's shoulders, and he's got big enough shoulders to carry it, man. I think he does a. Re- I think Zac Efron really does a really good job of going through emotions of go trying to not have emotions, controlling those things, uh, trying to please a father, trying to be, be a father as well. Uh, there's so much going on in this movie, and uh, on, and there's so much craziness and the curse of the Von Ericks um, and uh, a bunch of things that are happening that, uh, that they have to go through, um, and specifically him. And it's just like this toxic environment that... Even the mom is part of it she's just an, and that's Mara Tierney um who plays the mom she's who's not like just they're just not available they're not the best parents did they provide and give them a house and give them all these things sure were they their number one person in the corner sure but they weren't parents they were just you know like one you one was are, a
2: coach one was the other a coach. was a housekeeper
0: yeah it really was it was just like and it felt like that. And it's sad to see these brothers who obviously loved each other so much and had them, you know, just like one by one, like falling apart. And it's insane just to see that and see their downfall and mental health and, you know, just like wanting to be better and get better, but not knowing how to do that. And man, it's such a hard struggle. And that last part, fuck, did I tear up at the end of this movie, man? It was like when he, uh, when he's talking to his kids. Man, that's oh man, that's yeah. a hard scene to watch. I mean, it's a hard scene for me because uh, as a father, but yeah, and it's is like it's insane. You're like, damn, that that hurts because you know he went through so much and going through all that and and still coming out, fucking not un, not untouched at I, all.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see this movie. It's
0: such a powerful movie, man. Um, Zac Efron, way kudos to you uh jeremy allen white i've already known you've been a great actor um i like am like I said, the, the guy's the guy's just an asshole and i know he pick, gets picked for asshole roles but man he fucking he, he's done doing a great job in this movie as well um so yeah this is a, i can't say more than already luke whatever luke said as well and uh it's it's a biography drama sport type of movie obviously mm-hmm. um obviously luke's gonna pick it because it's a biopic but i'm, <laughs> I'm kidding uh, yeah, man, you should watch it. Oscar Iron Claw, my number six. Uh, I'm, gl- I'm totally glad I caught this and this was 48 hours ago by the way. So that's why it's a little higher yeah. I See <laughs> See how rough works I mean, no, it just had a bad, bad
1: time So It was number one and it came out in April
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Probably not, but yeah Alright, All
1: right. Uh, all right. Uh, with that We're going to take a little break here When we come back, obviously we'll finish our 5-2-1s And then we're going to get into Our honorable mentions and disappointments And missed opportunities and whatnot So uh, stay with us
0: Excuse me uh, Ned Do you have any books by the writer Thelonious Ellison? Yeah, this way. Here you go. Right. Yeah. Wait a minute. Why why are these books here? I'm not sure. I would imagine that this author Ellison is black. That's me. Ellison. Yeah. He is me. And he and I are black. Oh, bingo. No no bingo, Ned. These books have nothing to do with African-American studies. They're just literature. The the blackest thing about this one is the ink. Uh, I don't decide what sections the books go in, and no one here does.
1: That's how chain stores work. Right, Ned, you don't make the rules. just gonna kind of put them back after you leave don't you dare Ned do not you dare and we're back and we're gonna start with um, my number 5 my number 5 is already another double nice last few picks here: doubles doubles
2: double time
1: uh, anybody wanna guess um brokers I did not seen that movie <laughs> asteroid city I did see that movie and no, killers
2: it is of the flower moon. Oh. It is killers of the flower moon. Flower
0: moon, yeah, it has to be. Mm-hmm. Well, there's not many choices left here. So. Yeah, exactly.
1: My number five is killers of the flower moon. Martin's uh, Martin Scorsese's latest film. Uh, uh, you know, we already went through the synopsis already. This is the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Lily Gladstone starring film. Um, this is uh, I love. You know, it's 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 rare, honestly, to see even heavyweights like Scorsese, you know, think about other heavyweights like Spielberg or Kubrick or, well, Kubrick, you know, did a lot more, fewer movies between the stuff. Um, like Michael Mann is another great example, right? He's a heavyweight um, with Ferrari and stuff. Um, that uh, they usually kind of go downhill and not in a bad way. Uh, they make less movies, probably because they're getting older. No big deal. They made their "quote unquote" best stuff. They're you know the stuff that appealed to them the most when they were younger. Um, but a very few filmmakers, especially the heavyweights, really I feel like they get better, or they cement in a certain way, or they start really um, honing in their craft in a way that is so rarely seen because it is a lifetime of achievement going into it. And I feel like *Killers of the Flower Moon* is Scorsese's like. Not his biggest epic or anything like that, uh, because I believe The Irishman is one of those as well, you know, his movie before this movie. Um, But it is up there. It is like this is a man who is so steady with what he's trying to show and so um, and so malleable with the information that he must have gotten in his research, because I knew that this movie was going to be one completely different thing. And it turned out to be what we saw in the movie, which is different. Um, Like, his original idea for this was, uh, you know, the journey is the opposite. It's like a 180 turn almost. And I'm so glad that we are seeing a man that is, like, um, that is bereft. And I don't want to say white guilt. I'm not saying that. But, like, he is bereft and understands his his place in American history, understand what he's done in the portrayal of his own slices of American history, particularly with the mob stuff and Goodfellas and weirder stuff with, like, um, Silence, right? Um, or, or, or anything like that. Uh, not always movies are about that kind of thing, of course, not to be yeah. said, but he loves American history. He likes, he likes showing... Um, he's not about necessarily the real, but it's, it's about, like, how it felt, to these characters that he's choosing to portray. And I think this movie also no different, but it's much more sprawling. I think it really matters. And it really, um, it really defends the three and a half hour, like runtime of this film that to have it so sprawling and covers many years and it covers the ages of the main characters. Um, this is a magnificent scene in Killers of the Flower Moon. Obviously, I agree with everything Ross said already. And I'm not going to reiterate too much of what he said because I don't like repeating. But there's this scene in Killers of the Flower Moon, like uh, I want to say towards the middle, after so many tragedies that already happened, um, where there's a big fire out in the fields and we see the fire mainly through the glass, through some window, Um, as something horrible had happened already, I'm not gonna spoil it. And the, and they're out there, I forget who, but the white characters are out there, you know, like checking the fire and doing things, right? And it looks like legit, it looks like hell, and the demons working hell. And because that is what's happening to the people going on here with Lily Glassone's family and her, the Osage, um, clan, uh, people, sorry. And, um, and it's really, it's really, uh, uh it is a, a terrible slice of American history. You know, this is based on a book that is, uh, a, more about the FBI's involvement of this case and this slice of American history. But, and more so than that, it is, it is, it is, it is, uh, sold as a, or the concept of that book that it's based on, it's sold as a, like a first big win for the FBI one of the first big wins that the FBI managed to, one of the first cases they really sunk their teeth into, so to speak. And the justice that they, they righted it right the, the, from the wrong that it was. Um, but the movie is none about that. It's amazing how much later the FBI is involved. And that really, what that really does is that it furthers this thing that up too little, too late, which we talked about in our review as well. in episode 188, thanks for reminding us, Luke. Um, that uh, it, this is just one aspect, by the way, of the movie. One aspect, one little aspect. Of, uh, the FBI's involvement and how late it is into the film further shows how not just too little, too late, but how more tragic it is that so many people had to fall for someone to fucking notice, and uh, and it could have easily been overlooked too. Um, so yeah, it's a magnificent film. Leonardo DiCaprio is a complete dumbass asshole amoral is actually the worst thing he is
0: oh yeah moral oh, god yeah
1: yeah uh there's even the scene where he's like he can't decide whether he loves his wife more or money and <laughs> oh, um and it's funny in the moment but you look back on even at one second removed from that scene you're like oh that's fucked up um because it's so much you know it's in the high of what he's doing in that scene uh, yeah, it's a great movie. Lily Glassstone, um, also a very, very withdrawn film. It's like her performance is very much more um, stoic and it's much more about trying to act by doing less kind of technique. Um, and uh, I can't imagine that anyone watching her is not seeing all this stuff in it. I mean, as far as emotionality, I got quite a few emotional beats out of this film watching it in theaters. Uh, also, I mean, if you if you missed it in theaters, I apologize, but it is worth watching in the theater. Um, this is a big sprawling epic, like I said. Yeah, this is a uh, fucking Snyder. Wish Rubber one was half of this. Honestly, oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah, Or quarter at the five percent. It wishes it was five percent because uh, it deals with length is not simple. You know, its length is length, and the length is the same. A lot of characters, a lot of new characters, a lot of you know. I feel like they have a lot of similarity. Um. Okay, so yeah, I said my piece. Uh, that's my number number five, sorry. Killers of a Flower Moon by Martin awesome. Scorsese. This guy has not faltered a step. I love old man Scorsese doing films these days. So
0: Yeah.
1: Um, what's your number five, Luke? No, I was going to say, I think on January 12th, it'll
2: be on Apple TV, finally. Oh, great, great,
1: great. Well, that's I mean, right. It was an Apple TV thing.
2: Apple.
1: Yeah. I mean, if Criterion's releasing this one, too, I might get it then. Honestly, oh. I'll wait a bit. I might get the, get the physical media.
2: I'm surprised Boy. it doesn't come as a Criterion right off the bat.
1: No, sometimes they wait. it really depends on a lot of things. I don't know what kind of machinations there are in the background to make it. But sometimes they do it right away upon release, and sometimes they don't. So.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: Oh. Number five.
2: All uh, right. My number five. All right. Uh, it seems like I have a common trend with some Korean movies here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> number Clearly
2: five of choices is here. Past Lives. Okay. Uh, Nora and Sung, two deeply connected childhood friends, are wrestled apart after Nora's family emigrates from South Korea. Two decades later, they are reunited in New York for one fateful week as they confront notions of destiny, love, and the choices that make a life in this uh, heart-rending modern romance.
1: I can see you relating to this. Because I'm an immigrant? No. Uh, But but sure. Yeah, that too. (laughs) No, I'm talking in relation to something we know about you in our personal lives that we're not going to talk about here. Okay. But I can see this like down the road. Is this what you think <laughs> down the road is? No. No? No, it's a
2: really great story, honestly. And, yeah. and obviously, you know, it's you see these two kids, they're like inseparable. And then one day they're like, hey, by the way, last day you're going to see me because tomorrow I'm going to New York or right. no, I think Canada at the time. And then you know they reconnect like maybe ten years later with the advent of like social media and things like that. Facebook, right? It had the yeah, it was Facebook, and I don't mm-hmm. think it was MySpace. So, and then like you know ten years after, and but you know at that point they're like starting their careers and stuff like that. So another ten years goes by and life happens and they're reunited, but it's it's weird and I don't want to spoil like you know mm-hmm. what they're situations are but it's a very uh very well written movie it's very well i mean i liked it a lot it's it's a lot of thoughts going to this one you know and the old noggin
1: yeah that makes you think i mean it's kind of movie it looks like it's like a reflection kind of movie like makes you think of your own things right kind of yeah
2: like your life and like right things like you, you know your past and things like that and like what if differently like, what if scenario korean
1: cinema these this year for luke was like here's a mirror look at yourself <laughs> right <laughs> what would you do with this baby what Stop. if you do if you mi- meet this girl after 20 years huh what do you do <laughs> that's what korean cinema is this but, year wait, to
2: here's the funny part mm-hmm. this year was 20 years since the last time i actually visited my home
1: country well, there you go. I mean, so was, I think I, 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 don't think we need a therapist. Is yeah, my point for you I just need right more now? Cinema. I think we're working it. I think you're working it a little bit. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, I'm, 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 jo- I'm joking a little, but yeah. obviously, I think it's a little true, though. It's a little bit true in a good way, of course. Yeah, no. right. I, but I've, I've seen this movie pop. Like,
2: I thought it was going to be like a, like a unknown movie, but I, I've seen a lot of people talk about this. Oh yeah, it's, it's made lists. it's made its list, and I was like, oh wow, I thought it was just a. Random, obscure movie that I just happened to catch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. So, does that feel better for you or worse? Because it's, like, it's more known and, like, oh, I wish I had covered it. Or do you feel, like, vindicated that other people are enjoying it as much as you? I think I'm vindicated. That's good. It's a good way to look at it. So, Because um, I could have gone either way <laughs> <with> that answer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good story. It makes you think. So.
1: Good. I'm glad. You know, um, based on the premise... And this is such a dorky response to it, but it reminds me of one of the timeline variables variances that we see in uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. Remember where they they talk? There's a whole part where like she doesn't, she leaves without him,
0: or he leaves oh, without yes, her. Yes, yes,
1: and, yes. They, and they meet in that theater right thirty uh-huh. years later, yes. and they talk about what ifs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, it feels like past lives is a whole movie <laughs> of that. Yeah, right. I'm just saying that movie is all movies, okay? I'm just saying it's another reason. Uh, all right, that is your number five. Past Lives is it anywhere streaming? Do you know? Honestly, curious? I don't think so. Did you buy this one too? No,
2: I do not own it yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, give him give it, so, give it one minute. He'll buy it right now.
2: No, um, I'm looking okay. for a physical release. So
1: okay, I was just curious. All right. So that's your number five. We don't know what's going, but it's out there somewhere because uh, this one released early and that's in the first half of the year for sure. Uh, Yes, it did. All right, Raf, your number five.
0: Yeah, my number five is uh, in our most (coughs) recent episode of the podcast uh, was reviewed, Mm. which is uh, Godzilla minus one. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, no, no. On Luke, Luke Uh, uh, Takashi uh, Yamazaki's. uh Most recent film, written and directed by him. Godzilla minus one. All right. Post-war Japan at its lowest point when a new crisis emerges in the form of a giant monster. Um, baptized in the horrific power of the atomic bomb. Um, so yeah, that episode was just recent. So I mean, we we said a lot about it in this last episode and that last episode. Um, just alone, the. Uh, the reason why it's called Godzilla minus one, um, <laughs> is a fantastic like title. Once you realize what it's called, why it's called that, it's really it's really great. Yeah, and then oh, yeah. uh, and it's it's really like I, I, I I'll, I'll champion this to as as I recommend this movie to everybody. I show I tell people, um, it's it's not really a. Godzilla movie. <laughs> it's, it's, it just happens to have Godzilla in it. And then when it does, it's done so well. Oh, yeah. Um, And it's a movie that's like $8 million or something. Or some stupid... Little that is like the movies. funniest the slap on Hollywood's face. I mean, right. It's literally... It's like smacking...
1: They're like this, and the creator both showed Hollywood that you can make amazing sci-fi or monster or great special effects with a minimal budget.
0: Yeah, with exactly both those movies did that really well. Mm -hmm. And it's just, and it's, and you could tell it's a love letter to Godzilla, um, wanting to uh, elevate the story behind Godzilla, um, give uh, give the people their their story, give uh, give it through the perspective. Put put you really in the mindset of the Japanese people, of uh, what they were feeling and how what they were going through during the post war, uh, World War Two, yeah, and uh, it's it's such a great like post war movie um, that that makes you feels uh, talks about tradition and talks about um, going through your feelings and uh, uh, emotions and how to handle PTSD. them. Um, PTSD. PTSD. Uh, PTSD. Really, um, the, what what's right and what's wrong? Kind of like evolving, also like not kind of, but actually evolving. Um, and it's also shown with Godzilla along that because Godzilla evolves as well. Um, it's so such a cool, such a cool movie. Um, I lo- I love a lot of stuff that's happening in this movie. It's like that one movie that just like I saw it. I had heard it came out, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh, cool, a Godzilla movie. I'm sure I'll watch it eventually and then it's like no you need to go watch this movie and <laughs> you're like oh shit i need to go watch this movie and that's really Luke who's championing right you're yeah. like all right i guess i'll watch this and then we're like yeah you need to go watch this movie yeah. and like and like all right fuck it let's do it you know so um and i yeah, I'm really happy for for being able to get this movie and it's just one of those like i mean they extended it longer in theaters just cuz you know oh yeah really there's so a much. black and white cut coming out in- i heard about um, yeah, that I'm, I'm the one who's i'm the one who texted you guys about that oh. um Oh, I yeah. heard it from Rothan. I don't know. I heard it from yeah. Somewhere. Yeah, I, I sent you guys the link for that or the the thing. Yeah, that sounds dope as fuck, and I'm totally down to rewatch that in black and white in hey. theaters. Oh yeah, it's like the black and chrome version of uh, of uh, Fury Road. Fury Road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember when I, that came out too. I think I told you about that one too. Mm-hmm. That there was a there was a version of that, and that that sounds really. I still have yet to see that.
1: Do you subscribe to Black and White Weekly or something? <laughs> Maybe. Okay.
0: Oh, um. I don't know. But yeah. That's Godzilla minus one. Like I said, uh, we had just talked about it recently. Review. Go listen to that review. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's my number five.
1: All right, that's your minus five. That's your right. number five. <laughs> yeah. All right, Godzilla minus one. Excellent. I knew it was going to come up. I thought Luke would be first on that one. Well, we'll see where <laughs> it is. Uh, all right, number five. My number four. Once our number four? Is here. This is one. This is, has not been mentioned yet, but I feel like it's going to come up again. Um, it is, uh, as, you know, as far as movies go, it is, uh, you know, we're getting to the emotional stuff, like what movies that made me feel the most, you know, I made me look back on those emotions the most, huh, you, you feel? know, Kills of flower moon did a lot of negative emotions, I would say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel fucked up about things, you know, um, this one, not so much as much more hopeful. It is Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Did not forget this movie. Didn't yeah.
0: No, um, sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: <laughs> you did, you did a lot there. In a
0: I was using my middle finger.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Whoa. Miles Morales catapults across the multiverse, where he encounters a team of Spider People charged with protecting its very existence. When the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles must re-defi- uh, redefine, redefine, what it means to be a hero. Directed by. Joaquin Dos Santos, Ken Powers, Justin K. Thompson, Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, other writers, Dave McCallaghan, too. Oh, man. has a lot of uh, really great stuff. But this is an animated film, of course. Um, action adventure. This is a, a superhero movie. It's hella animated. I am almost sick and tired of how great superhero movies have been in the last couple of times, specifically with Spider-Man. They've been on top tens. And uh, uh, especially considering how I never anticipated a superhero movie ever making a top 10, much less multiple years in a row, you know, and but I I can't but I will I'm eating my hat. I will gladly eat my hat because that's how great across the Spider-Verse is and into the Spider-Verse, of course, made our top 10 that year as well in 2018. Yeah. And no regrets on that either. And this uh, the voice actors are should make more Haley Steinfeld. Brian Terry Henry in this one. Luna Lauren Veles. Jake Johnson, of course, returns. Oscar Isaac returns. or stars. Uh, He doesn't return. Uh, Issa Rae is in this as well. Jason Schwartzman as Spot, which is funny. Uh, Karen Sony, Greta Lee, Shay Wiggum is in this as well. La Lee as Uncle returns. It's a great great movie. Uh, This is one of those weird movies where uh, there was a a slew of them in the summer, of blockbuster movies, where it's a part one. It's an incomplete story, um, but it feels complete to me. It feels like (laughs) there is more to it. It feels feels like there is more to it, but it also feels like a complete film at the same time for me. Unlike Fast X, for example, or unlike Dead Reckoning Part 1, which did feel like a a movie cleaved into much more than Across the Spider-Verse. A lot of great stuff in this film. Um, A lot of great stuff about friendship and secrets and family that very much Into the Spider-Verse is built on from the first one, Into the Spider-Verse. As far as sequels go, this is a really good way to make a sequel. People should take notes, <laughs> in general, by the way.
2: That movie had heart. I'll give also, you
1: man, yeah, the heart everywhere. The animation so chaotic and creative and personal all at once. Uh, you could rewatch it just to watch different frames, different parts of the screen at different times that you missed the first time. In a good way, of course... Uh, I would say I shudder to imagine if you're really old and can't see very well, this movie may not be for you no matter what you do. But like otherwise, it's so inventive and emotional. I love the scene where they're just like walking upside down and right side up. It's staring into the New York thing while having a deep conversation with Gwen, you know, around that uh, pillar thing and one of the building tops. And it's just like little things like that and big things like that. And it's about the very methods of being a superhero, in this case, of course, Spider-Man, but the very nature of storytelling and the very nature of hero worshiping and comic book writing and writing about good versus evil. Is there such a thing? Can there just be that thing? Can it be more? What can it be if it is more? Has all this going forward, guys. I love this movie a lot. It goes, this is like for all ages. Everyone should, should enjoy it, can get a lot out of it. And I have for sure. Yeah, my kid loved this movie. I'm okay to hear that. I love that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, when it came out on Netflix, he was yeah. like, I'm watching Spider. He was like, I'm watching uh, uh, Spider-Man. And I was like, cool, cool. He's like, you, didn't you like this movie? You, you don't want to watch it with me? And I was like, damn, bro. Like, all right. <laughs>
1: like, chill <dang, laughs> <What>? out.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. Um, there's a spider check
1: on a, on a bike in this movie. Anyway, there's a lot of things. Uh, all right. So that's my number four. Spider-Man across the spider verse. And yeah, this is a June release, I think.
0: Yeah. Early June, like
1: June yeah, and June. we did review it on the show. Check it out, guys. I don't have the number because I also do bad with that. Uh, all right, <laughs> yeah. Luke, your number four. <clears throat> will be My number year. four is. One seventy-eight. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Oppenheimer. I was wondering if this was going to come up at all.
2: Oh, of course.
1: Oppenheimer, okay. <laughs> the
2: story of American scientist J. Robert Oppenheimer and his role in the development of the atomic bomb.
0: Uh, we'll double up on this because it's my number four as well.
1: No, nice. Oh, both of you, number four with the
0: Nolan. The nolan <laughs> That's right. Look at that. Luke <laughs> Luke, Luke hitting, uh, getting both uh, co-hosts here. Right but, uh, yeah, doubling up with doubling two of us. Yeah, no
2: shit. All right. Well, I mean, honestly... I almost a fantastical biopic, which I love. Amazing effects, which I would love to just see a movie on how they made the effects. Um,
1: uh, I think there are stuff footage you can see, actually. Right yeah,
2: I, I saw some stuff like on YouTube that they might yeah. showed them. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy.
1: The shit you can do.
2: But yeah, no, fucking Cillian Murphy, man. This guy just... Killian. Killian. Cillian, yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's
1: fucking Scottish or, or Irish? I thought it was Irish. Okay, whatever. Either uh, it's Killian, motherfucker. Okay, Killian. <laughs> I know, I'm saying.
2: no uh, Honestly, I never knew this guy existed. Come and on. Come on, he's been allowed to be He's not been in a. He's Scarecrow
1: movies. in the trilogy. Peaky Blinders. Peaky, Peaky Blinders? Like seven seasons. I've never Red seen Eye. It. Have you seen Red Eye? He's a no, great no, villain. I, he's a great villain in Red Eye. I haven't seen any of these. west Craven's Red Eye. Oh, you, you know, know who has see seen Batman Begins? You haven't seen Batman Begins? He didn't do that much of a thing there. He
2: was, he was a scarecrow. Sc- he was not the main guy, though. But He's his crawl was scared. <laughs> not Batman. I probably know him better as the Shivering
1: Soldier in Dunkirk. There, there, you, Actually, go, there Dunkirk. you go, Dunkirk. Shivering, shivering Soldier. <laughs> also, Inception, he was the catalyst. for. He was the Inceptor. Yeah. He was the one that were Incepting. That's right. Again, no. not a main leading actor. Well, then, uh, well, the, you, We did in mention this. this on the review actually. That he is definitely not known as a leading man, dude. He and is, this is going to be the, the compelling, map. yeah, 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 he's for gonna, sure, yeah, for sure. So, so yeah. yeah,
2: hell of a way to become a leading man in this movie.
1: Hundred percent. I mean, you're not wrong. The leading man part, you're right. He's yes. almost always a side or
0: a. I mean, yeah, you're. It's interesting to say that because then you have, you have Matt Damon, and Robert Downey Jr., who are the what's it called the supporting actors, right? right uh, mm. who are who have been leading many this right <laughs> yeah, very much so. 100% yeah this this movie is uh it is one of those like ep- epic biopics right um it it is a very uh, Amer- american choice here mm. right yeah. uh, the uh the lasting effects of what oppenheimer has done for the world right oh, yeah. and um just just in general like how important um this this was for just how important it is now right to what we do now um yeah it's interesting to see his life i love uh learning about um, what's it called a person and uh just it's usually like you know very much mistaken on how what people want you to be right and uh when in reality you're just uh uh, you you're, you're you you can't you can't change who you are right you want to be open and you want to be uh, a lot of these things that he's being like asked of, Oh, what it was uh not a socialist um uh, a communist a communist right i think of it, I was like not socialism Um, yeah communist and he's being like you know cuz he's very much entwined with that uh but i'm like he's he's more american than half the people <laughs> like oh, that yeah. are judging him you know uh it's such a yeah so uh, killian murphy does um does a really great job on uh just showing uh the the heavy drive that he has for and like like the vision of seeing this whole uh what's it called um the project and uh building this the the bomb and like it's interesting movie to watch especially with a crowd of it's not really like this super tense. It does get it. There's a there's moments in those in the movie. It does, and it does lead up to that like super tense moment. But really, it's it's just about this man and like kind of like the genius of him, right? And also just a man, right? Um, not just. Uh, and then all, living, and then like the crazy part is like um, being acknowledged as probably like the smartest, not only the smartest guy in the room, but probably the smartest man in the world. Um, at the moment, at the time, unless
2: he's by Einstein, because
0: I mean, I mean, dude, Einstein's there, and Einstein's acknowledging him. Like, well, that's I don't know, I can, I don't understand what you're doing. You know, like that's insane to be told by that by Einstein, because like I don't, I don't study your science. You know, like I know enough, but really, I know the math. I can do the math, but everything else, all the theories, it's just their theories. I can't, you know, like I'm you the know old more, science. You you're the you, new know, science. you know more about that, right? He set, he very much set uh oppenheimer in motion about like hey this is the established what i found out these are my things right and then like that pushes into all these new sciences and how he learns um yeah man it's a really cool uh depiction of um, oppenheimer um that mm-hmm. in the in the giga- gigantic role that he has um in developing the atomic bomb
2: right i mean i even love the whole concept of like the, the the internal struggle the guy had. I mean he created something that's gonna be so powerful and killed
0: so many people. That's such a great scene and it's at the end. At the when he afterwards. Um I agree I, with that, yeah. Well, that's such a great scene when he's just so out of it and everyone's congratulating him and you immediately see how the government reacts and we're like, All right, we gotta get this guy out of here. And it's just like and you he's already like oh my god did i did i what the fuck did i do <laughs> like i created a monster i mean yeah it's very much it's you know um and he's like i i i can't undo that right um did i do this right and and then the life he has afterwards right to do everything he has to do to basically like and it's a lot of it is to explain himself right and a lot of it is also to just like like i i needed you know i'm i'm I wanted to. I, I did the right thing in the mo in the right mo- in the moment. You know, like everything we needed to do. Like, you know, and it's like justifying his actions and really much like just being this man of like I need to give back for everything I've <laughs> caused. You know, <laughs> uh, it's almost like instant regret, but at the same time, it's like it's like the best case of instant. Like sad to say, because if anybody else had it, got this done before he did. Like it would have been fucked, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah. yeah.
1: All right, that's your, So that's double number fours. Double
2: four
0: Oppenheimer, baby. All right, man. Double yeah, four. Remember, also, like Matt Damon does a fantastic job in this movie um, of playing uh, what's it called the uh, what a colonel. I just Is like the, how he's selling into these supporting roles.
1: He's like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm done with the. Well, you know, I, 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 I heard screen. the.
0: I heard a bunch of like interviews with him. <laughs> He had told his wife, like, hey, like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to work anything. He's like, but if, if fucking Nolan calls me, like, I'm fucking doing it. And, right. And apparently he kept bothering Nolan to, like, be in a role. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, like, I'll do anything. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll do anything. I'll be an extra if you want me to be an extra. <laughs> right, right. Like, I'll one be burn victim number three. <laughs> right, right. I don't give a shit kind of thing, you know. And then uh, Robert Downey Jr. at the end of the movie. Well, kind of like uh, bookends, right? They're being told the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um right. That's also the the breakdown of what they do for to uh, what's it called uh, Oppenheimer and the movie, yeah, um, yeah, all that stuff with Robert Downey Jr. really, really cool. Uh, shitty, it, I think it's also a start of a new America, um, and what and how we start doing things uh, in the legally so legally government. We don't say, like yeah. yeah, sad to say, right? Um, but yeah, it is. It, it's just really well done. Yeah, there it's is yeah. really great. I, I don't want to say paper thriller, but it's uh, not, almost nearly a paper it, it, I mean, it's, it, it almost, it's not little but little. it is it is, it isn't
1: right so it's weird I mean, yeah. it kind of i mean it's not it's weird to be a thriller because it's a thriller for like the end of civilization right right um, yeah <laughs>
0: hey the, the world's gonna die right oh
1: right. right the world could die at any moment now because of this it's not that's really what it is that yeah it's a, it's a thriller. it's a paper thriller for the potential of annihilation for sure um and that sentence is amazing and really true in this movie of course it's hard to beat the impact of what this movie talking about. And I agree with you guys. Didn't make my top 10, but it's so close there because of these things were issues we're talking about. Uh, uh, ultimately, Killian Murphy almost s- sold me on it alone to be in my top 10. He's really that good. And that, you know, he's that compelling. So, uh, again, a, a slight regret not making my top 10, but it's, uh, it's really good. I agree with you. Oh.
2: Make Nolan proud and make sure you buy yourself a physical copy.
1: Yeah, he would be proud of it. Um. Actually, uh,
0: F- physical IMAX copy side note. Go ahead and get that the, IMAX.
1: Yeah. Side note: the events of uh, Oppenheimer and the events of uh, you know those makeshift towns they made in New Mexico and in Washington and other places, uh, which I did research about once, um, led me to a rabbit hole of int- of uh, international and governmental, especially U.S. governmental, like fuckery um, on the very similar scale, like lying and um, changing the laws to suit themselves. A lot, in uh, like I said, in this rabbit hole that I chased once uh, a few years ago. Did you say uh,
0: not the diplomatic immunity?
1: It's Sorry. not even a little bit. Yes, but some of that, sure. Um, don't worry, you guys don't know about it. And it's uh, it led me to it and, it, and it started a lot from this ti- era, this time period. It's one. I mean, I we did it, it here.
0: It we could do it there. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. <laughs> yep. It is. It is, a lot of it is like that. Mm-hmm. Well, they did it here. Why can't we? Why? Why? And they just justify it. Why can't yeah. we do it for this?
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's the number four. It's my number three. This is the home stretch. My number three is a movie that one of you guys predicted. You're welcome. It is. You're right. It, it is a movie you predicted, Raph. <laughs> of course it is. Um, I don't know how obvious uh, it was going to be, but I guess you know me well enough to see that this movie was going to make my top 10. Uh, one of the recent movies I've seen, it's Poor Things. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the incredible tale about the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, a young woman brought back to life by the brilliant and unorthodox, heavy unorthodox, scientist Dr. Goodwin Godwin. Sorry, Godwin Baxter. This is the latest by Yorgos Lantimos, the man who brought us amazing, in my opinion, amazingly whimsical and dreadfully fucked up movies like uh, Dogtooth and Alps and uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. And the really funny, the favorite, which uh, was the first time I think Emma Stone worked with him, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't he do the
2: lobster as well?
1: He also, The Lobster, yes, yes, yes. I didn't mention all That's the movies. I'm just saying. That's that. the only one I know that I've seen. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was the only one you do. <laughs> the one he skips over. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. You should really watch his other stuff. Um, lobster's great. Don't get me wrong. I also love The Lobster. Anyway, um, I just love this the way he works. You know, But this is a movie, like I said, directed by Yorgos Lantemos, This is written by Tony McNamara and Alistair Gray. This movie stars Willem Dafoe, Mark Ruffalo, and primarily Emma Stone. So many others as well. We have uh, Rami Yusuf from the show Rami, I believe, mm. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Christopher Abbott, oh, I love him in this. Yeah. Uh, Jared Carmichael, also love his role in this movie. Um, so many good, yeah, anyway. Quali, um, what's her name? I don't see her in the main cast here. Um, let's say the other one they brought in, let's just say that. <laughs> the second one they bring in after, after she leaves. This is a strange story. Very strange. Um, imagine a world. I, I kind of said this to Rock because we watched it together that I forgot. I, uh, that, um, cause I, I knew I had this conversation it's dinner with who. Where I was like, <laughs> imagine a world where uh, Frankenstein's monster got to live out a life. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. 1,000%. And, but, that, but that world that he was created in, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, you know, that book, yeah. is like a whole world where it's all steampunk and very different and, like, not our world at all. The crisis and the fuck-ups that humans do, the tragedies, the, the human drama, all still there is just wrapped in different things now. And imagine where Frankenstein's monster went out, became a doctor, a really uncaring kind of doctor, and made his own Frankenstein's monster, like made his own creature, and that's Emma Stone in the movie. And Poor Things follows her journey as she discovers not just the world and everything in it and what it has to offer, not just for her, but for women. Also, yeah. women that look like her, you could say, um, and it's really about searching for herself, what it means to be alive, and w- why, why continue to fight? Why, you know, what is there to fight for? She follows like really her own path, and the way she does it is uh, really magnificent. I think, as far as acting performances go, she's asked to do, and I don't mean just the nude scenes, which there are a lot, uh, um, surprisingly. surprisingly- yeah, so pr- I was surprised by it so many. But, you know, it was one of the few times in nudity where there's, like, where especially sex scenes where I felt like it was justified to see it. Like, it, it wasn't, like, gratuitous. Or it was gratuitous <laughs> because that was the point yeah. sometimes. And other times it wasn't gratuitous because it's about her learning about something. Like, it's not just there to show you, look at Emma Stone's, you know, curves or whatever. Um but yeah, so many things about this movie, and her performance is really asked to do a lot of things. Like I said, not just nudity, but like how to act like a toddler in her body, for example. Very strange to thing to be asked, for sure. And so many others that follow. Um, there's a great scene with like her being on a cruise that is Mark Ruffalo's snaky as weaselly oh, as the fucking scenes, man, in my opinion. And like, I did, I, I did so many cast off characters and stay at home characters. There's like a, a whole fourth act to this movie that gets added out of nowhere. And that was our first thing like, Oh no, is this going to, cause I was like, this movie looks like it's going to finish. Is it going to finish? No, it doesn't finish. There's a whole other 20 minutes and it's so worth it. And it's so cringe and brutal and horrifying sometimes. As far as what I felt, I felt whimsy. I felt tragedy with this fucking character and the characters around her, really. Specifically, her god, I guess. Her father character, Baxter, who is... um, Every other fucking line he says about his fucking dad and how he was raised is so horrifying um, that it becomes like a joke after the fifth time he tells you like one anecdote. Um, Because he doesn't treat it as like a super horrible thing. He's just like nope. In, this, in the search for science, this had to be done, and it was done to me. You know? Um,
0: Dude, they get more ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. On.
1: I don't know That's about insane. more ridiculous, but they get as ridiculous at least, yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Poor That's Things is, uh uh. it hit me I, in a way I didn't expect. Yeah. You know, The Favorite did something similar to that, too, and I think it did make my top 10 that year. I think it um,
0: did,
1: too, yeah. I'm not 100% on that, but I think so. And uh, and if we had done reviews of... um. Dog back then it would have definitely made my top ten as well. So yeah, this, this I clearly love this filmmaker. I no one makes movies like him. That's and true. Emma Stone is clearly oh. uh, his current muse, um, and I love that. I love what they're doing together, and I hear that they have a great you know relationship together. I don't mean like sexual, of course, but or maybe they are. I have no idea. But um, I hear they're great together, and I, they love making shit. So I love it. Poor things, out in theaters right now. Check it out. Mm-hmm. It is a strange comedy. It's called the, comedy drama romance. I love
2: how you uh, the transition. How she, especially Emma's walking and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it, yeah. You you just notice like, well, oh wait, she's walking normally now. Mm-hmm. Or the uh, it just
1: happens. I love the beautiful set pieces too. Although like, yes, introduction no, to every chapter. Not only
0: that, <laughs> but they also they also do like uh she walks normally, but then you realize like she's still kind of reverts back to like. She's walking, and then, like, the way she stops, she still stops with her, like, whole body. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like like a child would. Yeah, like a child is just, like, they don't have, they're, like, at 100% at all times, you know? They don't have control of their max power all the time. Like
1: Right,
0: yeah. That's why kids hurt you, and you're like, Jesus, kid, why are you hurting me? Well, they don't know how to control their power.
1: yeah. They're really funny scenes, though. Really funny scenes in the context of really adult, mature things that you don't really com- combine with. For example, like, there's a scene where she finds her sexuality with an apple when the banana's right there. Yeah. Oh it's right God. there, and that's funny yeah, and so fucked funny. up at the so same funny. time. I think it was a cucumber that she used, uh, not a banana. But yeah. um, it's so funny because she should have started with that. That's all I'm saying. Right. With the apple first was not great. Yeah. But, oh, and uh,
2: I love, but, like, the, the, the grateful fish the eye.
1: Great for the honest yeah.
2: What's that? The fisheye, like Latin.
1: oh, a lot of fisheye. He uses fisheye a lot in his movies. Yeah, yeah he does. Uh, he uses a lot of it here, actually. More than I feel more pronounced than his other movies in, in recent memory. Um, but I'm not. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But yeah, very good stuff. I love this movie. Um, a lot of stuff in it. I didn't know you had seen it too, Luke. That's great. Oh, yes. I, uh, I made sure Were to... you with us too? Jesus, was everyone with us? <laughs> like, you don't remember? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, Honestly, I would believe you if you say I was. <laughs> No, I did not. I saw this one by myself. <laughs> Guys, that's how involved I am into the movie. All I see is the movie. That's a good thing. Okay. Just, okay. uh, all right. Uh, that's my number three. Uh, Luke, what is your number three?
2: All right. My number three is... Uh, obviously, it's a repeat at this point.
1: Oh, is it? Okay. I yeah. didn't know that.
2: It <laughs> is one of the movies I championed for really hardcore. Okay. Uh, Godzilla minus one.
1: There yes. Okay. Another double. Uh, right.
2: Yeah. I, f- I was shocked. I don't... Like I said, when we reviewed this movie, I never saw a Godzilla movie aside from the one that came out in 1999 or 2000. The Matthew Broder. Yeah, yeah. Part. The Matthew
1: Broder. Yeah. With the babies and shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's my entire Godzilla thing. I never cared about it. Yeah. Have hardcore friends that love the fuck out of Godzilla. And I just, on a whim, I saw the trailer for this movie and I'm like, Hey, that actually doesn't look bad. And holy shit. It did not disappoint. Amazing. It hit. I mean, obviously it was predictable and it hit all, all the little tropes that it did, but it did it so well. I didn't mind it for once. This would be a movie I would probably try to pick apart, but no, it just worked so well.
1: Totally agree with that.
2: I mean, it reminds me like back in the day, anime music videos were a thing. And the Uh, biggest ones were Dragon Ball and Linkin Park. And that was the running (laughs) gag. Those were the two easiest ones to put together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then out of the blue, this one guy came one year and did the fucking best one. And it just stunned everybody. Because yeah everyone expected it to be shit but no he put the time he put the work into it and it was amazing and that's what this movie is not even if you don't like Godzilla I tell people go see this movie go yeah, see this
0: movie
2: don't even think of it as a Godzilla movie it's just the people I, and it was it a war movie it is oh, yeah such yeah. a good yeah like the, the human element of like surviving after your literally your house is literally just like three walls and a bunch of rubble
1: what Godzilla is to so the main character in Godzilla minus one is to is what the Babadook is to the mother and the Babadook. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a throwback right there. You know, it's not about <laughs> supernatural. Like the supernatural yeah. is extra, com- yeah. right to what's I happening. Mean, happening mm-hmm.
2: I really want... Like, I, honestly, I've been probably searching at least every couple of days on Amazon for a 4K Blu-ray release to come out already, dun,
1: dun, dun, or so dun. I
2: could just pre-order it.
1: Yeah, no, I don't. So, come out. don't worry. I mean, this movie's not for sure enough. gonna get gonna get printed, so it's gonna be yeah. mint.
2: I can't wait for Godzilla mm-hmm. minus two, whatever the hell they're gonna call
1: it. I don't know; they might call it that. Honestly, that'd be great because Godzilla comes back and further downpours <laughs> <laughs> on the no. Japanese economy. Right? It's minus two. <laughs> <laughs> He only no, goes anyway.
0: after the banks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <He only laughs> Go for after... the credit card vendors.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Uh, you know, goes after it's... our stockpiles. <laughs> stockpiles yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Fantastic movie. It's yeah. honest, and it's one of those things where you see like the budget of it. It's like the
1: control from video game. Mm-hmm. People are shocked how how cheap how little white. Right. Like I heard about that too. Control is amazing. So amazing yeah. effects. It's it's quality, honestly. Yep. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah. All right. That's, that's a great number, number three. three. Godzilla minus one. rough you're number
0: three. Dope, dope. My number three is uh, a oh. movie that's been set already.
1: Okay. Double,
0: double. double, double just um, just a step, a little bit step higher. So, okay, I think we have the same set.
1: number two. I swear to fucking God, rough. Then you say. Number
0: two? I think we have the same number two or number one. No. Uh, my number three is uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which is another bingo for Oscar. Okay. Um. Yeah, man. Spider uh, across the Spider Verse is a Marvel in. Just is that why they gave me the middle finger? Just a graphic, yeah. No, maybe I don't know. Um, it's uh, the art style alone. The things that are going on in this movie. Of, I mean, how it starts off in the beginning and it tra- from the original right movie from Into the Spider Verse, and then it goes into the rest of it when you're crossing the Spider Verse and you see all of the other art styles and the love that they have to be able to show dozens and dozens of different art styles of every other Spider-Man that you see of every other world that we visit and how every art style clashes with each other and how they work well, how every world is unique, how uh, some colors are more pro- more pronounced than others in different worlds, depending on where you are, how things are drawn, how it's just everything. Right. And it's such a cool, like cool thing. Cause it's, It makes sense. Not every world, not every place is the same. It's that not, it's like almost being, it's like almost seeing it through a different person's perspective, right? Uh, Your, your colors can be more highlighted than my, than what I see through my perspective or through Luke's perspective, you know, take his, take both your guys' glasses off and you guys can't see shit, right? Compared to me, (laughs) I can see things. Don't judge us. Yeah, I'm judging, but stuff like that. And it's just like, and this, just that's just on an art level, it's amazing. And the the feat that they do, it's just uh, fantastic. That one scene when they're all chasing him, it's fan- just insanely fantastic. Um, and then you have uh, what's it called? Uh, the just a story. And I, this is a movie that really, uh, like I know Oscar has said, it's uh, it's one of the the part a part one of two, right? I'm. I'm so invested in this movie that (laughs) it's like the last two minutes of the movie. And I go, and I I don't know the movie's about to end, but I'm just like, man, how long is this movie? I'm just like, (laughs) we have so much to do still. I'm just so curious that like how, how how they plan on wrapping this up. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's a part one. (laughs) decade, yeah. That was <laughs> and I'm crazy. like, what? And I was just like, that's insane. I go, but it makes so much sense because you just can't fit everything, you know. And it's such a good story, and how it like how it book how it ends, man. Uh, and just Miles's journey, and um, you know, being himself and finding out who he is and what he wants to be, who he wants to be as a Spider Man in his own version of Spider Man, and how different he already is compared to other Spider Man across the Spider Verse, right? Um <laughs> yeah. And it's it's such a it's such a cool thing. And man, Sony's knocking it out of the park with this. Um it's man, I don't I don't know. I I though I just love the I just love the aesthetic of it. Uh I am dig the fuck out of this story. Um I love how it's on Miles Morales as well, and we're just not stuck on original Peter Parker. You know, don't get me wrong, Peter Parker's great, but um I feel like through this story, you you're able to like bring in more, and it's just how much different perspective wise. Um, it's so cool, man. It's such it's such a cool thing, and everything else Oscar said. Obviously, um, Miles Morales or Spider Man across the Universe, across the Spider Verse. Watch it. It's still it's still on Netflix to, to stream. There's no reason why you haven't seen this movie yet. But right, you right. need to go watch it. Yeah, just yeah, agreed. My, my only animated movie.
1: Um, top oh, top. mine's too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my number. Three. <laughs> Luke gave a <it> look.
0: <laughs> yeah, we all know what's happening.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all know we all know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we all got that one. <sighs> <sighs> it's like so, so obvious. As obvious as I am.
0: Yeah, I think we have I your two your two may be we may have the same one. We'll see. I think we I know Luke we have or Rob the same. Or Oscar? Me and you, Oscar. Me and you, okay. I think we, honestly I don't know what your number one's gonna be, but mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I'm predicting true. that we have
1: the same number two. This is so I'm next. Number two is next, right here. Okay. Yeah, ready? Yeah. Go ahead. My number two is a movie. Uh, it came out. Uh, I want to say in October or November, and it is my next foreign film. My third foreign film I, on here um, from France. It is Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah, nice. <laughs> A woman is suspected of her husband's murder, and their blind son faces a moral dilemma. As the main witness,
0: as such a great movie.
1: This is uh, written and directed by Justine Triet, or Triet, and co-written by Arthur Harati This movie stars the magnificent Jesus Christ. Where has she been all my life? Sandra Hüller, or Hüller, is Hüller. Um,
0: you're not gonna say it the German way. Don't say it at all. No, I'm just
1: right, right. You're not. You're not wrong. She also co-stars or stars in the the latest, the next, uh, the Zone of Interest movie that I, that I that I have to miss because it's not out yet. Um, made by the Under the Skin guy. She, under she the Skin. Stars in two movies. I'm really excited for. Anyway, um, this is a fucking purist drama. In a way, it's a thriller. You yeah. know, it's like a it's a it's a very it's a quiet like a whodunit kind of thriller. Who murdered her husband or was it an accident? You know, that kind of question is the reigning question of the, this, like the premise. It's a concept. It's what the cops are asking. It's what the lawyers and the judges and really um, all of France and Germany, you know, the people that are uh, watching this and reading about it. That's what they're all asking. But the questions that we care about in the movie are not that. That's just a starter. The movie's like, nope, that's just where we're starting. What you're really going to be asking is, how was the marriage? (laughs) How was the marriage? Was she, uh, is she at fault for any of it? Is he at fault for any of it? Um, Is the son a victim, a symptom, a curse of the marriage? You ask all these questions. We we talked about briefly. We didn't review this movie, Roth, but we did talk about in our recent discoveries of that we episode. We did, yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the things I mentioned is that it treats marriage as a third, as an as an organism, and in a way, right. another character because it's like the very nature of marriage and coupling and living together is like you know you have your life and you have your life after marriage, and then yeah. you have your life that isn't revolving around marriage within the marriage, and all of these things are separate and yet they're a part of you. And this movie tackles that on by being much more subtle and mature and does it within the present day of it all. Like, it doesn't rely on flashbacks. It doesn't rely on a big, sweeping, epic year-spanning thing. No. It's Uh, all on the concept of this man falling to his death yeah, and whether or not he was pushed and by who. And um, it's so great. And it, it, it nails every single emotional aspect and beats. And the third act, it just gets better. And better, it builds on everything you saw. Uh, a real crescendo of this film is this one scene in the court where we hear a tape recording, and that tape recording scene is the first time we actually see the husband. And it's like I'm not spoiling anything, but it's it gives you so much, and it still doesn't give you an answer because it's not about the answer. No, it's, it's not at all. So good. I mean,
0: um, it's such a it's such a snippet mm-hmm. of of their relation of their relationship at that time. Yeah that really doesn't and it and she does a great job of explaining that which I feel like I would have been so defeated because I, I, I wouldn't be able to defend myself so well as she did. Um but yeah, yeah it's such a great such a great scene. But yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah, that's my number two. Anatomy of a fall. It's the Palm Dior winner. Uh funny enough though, uh France did not pick this movie as Ooh. their, as their Oscar as their Oscar contender. Really? what did they pick? I'll get to that when my miss opportunities because I didn't get to see it. Um, I'll get to that in a minute because I don't remember the title off the top of my head. It's on that list uh, for missed, for Miss Opportunity. So.
0: That's interesting.
1: We'll get to that in a minute. Talk about that
0: missed Opportunity.
1: I know, that's what I'm saying. For me, like, there's a clear winner. Anyway, uh, Luke, you're number two. <coughs> so, wait. Anani <laughs> Bufal was both your number twos? Or no? Oh, I don't know. He didn't say that. Oh, okay. I, 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 I was making sure. That. Yeah,
0: okay. He's saying it for me. But yeah, I,
1: I was okay. saying that, uh, but that's what I was predicting.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. <clears throat>
2: Uh, so. mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know it's gonna be so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was it animated? It's... No.
1: Oh, okay, then it must be. Uh...
2: Yeah, I, I love this movie. <sighs> Blackberry. Blackberry. Yeah. Yeah. The story of the meteoric rise and catastrophic demise of the world's first smartphone. Mm hmm. I, this is probably the movie I've seen the most amount of times this year. I had it on my iPad at all times as soon as I was able to buy it. poser, <laughs> Shut up. Closer, I think yeah. I saw it like at least.
1: You're watching a Blackberry movie on an iPhone?
2: Yeah. No, on an iPad.
1: <laughs> iPad. Yes, worse. They,
2: they didn't make tablets. Okay.
1: No. They weren't in okay. there. No. I probably saw it at least close to 10 times. Oh my God. That's so many. That's I a know. Lot of times. In one year. In one year, yeah, the calendar year is not over yet. You can still see it a few more times. Uh, technically, it is. It I mean, calendar year, yeah, you're right. I said that wrong. In yeah. in the year since the first side, and it doesn't matter. Keep going. So,
2: I, I don't know why it's the nostalgia of it. Uh, it's it's got to be something really, in, else, though. It's it it hit a part of me of part you, of me growing up. I've always liked tech and stuff like that, and just seeing something I really loved back in the day when I had my own BlackBerry device. And then, you know, seeing the whole startup and the, the whole fall of it was great. And I mean, I was really surprised by also like the the Jay, uh, what's his face?
1: Um, uh, Baruchel. Yes, Baruchel, thank you. Baruchel, Baruchel yeah. I forget, uh, you.
2: Like even his transformation in the movie from like this little point-dexter nerd who can barely keep a company afloat to like this cutthroat guy that says, whatever, and let's just get it out and got to make you know these deadlines and things like that. So it's it's a
1: great movie. I really. I remember it. you were really into the BlackBerry when the day you got it, you were like you kept telling everyone like the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. You kept saying it <laughs> I over and my over. Say that. God, oh.
0: you said it so much.
2: I never said that once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see, I'm quoting you. That's a quote directly <laughs> from mean, 2005 or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I think if you yeah. go back, it says uh, most quoted lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. No. Anyway. Not at all a reference to Friday or anything. No. It's a movie.
2: <sighs> oh, Jesus.
1: Yeah, no, seriously. Love this no, movie. I mean, There's a movie. I obviously spoke to you. I, it I, did, no yeah. No surprise. I mean, no surprise, yeah. Tech
2: movie about a, you know, I mean, I, it sucks. Tech movie I, from
1: your era. That's how old you're era, getting. Yeah. That's yeah, how old we're that's getting.
2: That's
0: you're getting, yeah. From it is era, a
1: period uh, movie. This is a period piece. It is a period, period piece.
0: It. Yes. And it
2: sucks because yeah, I wasn't expecting it to
0: Saw be. all that hard. trackball, son. Mm-hmm.
1: That fucking trackball was the shit, my guy. Even I like to trackball. Even I mean, I like Honestly. That. Not that I, I, I know
2: I was looking up yeah, old blackberries. People like to old people like my psychic. Like, uh,
0: I like my psychic. Yeah, old, old people with. like that 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 that, yeah. that uh, feedback. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm still looking
2: up Blackberries on eBay, like hmm, should I buy one just to fuck around with? This? it's not gonna work anymore, but you
0: know. So, 'Cause
2: they're like 40, 50 bucks, dude.
0: That's still too much. No, it's
1: not. <laughs> 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 and you would have gotten it by now if you it wasn't yeah. All right, so that's your number two. Number yeah. two, um, maybe the most predictable movie we saw coming for sure. That season. and
0: probably has number one, but yeah, huh. yeah, that and probably his number yeah. one. Uh, all right, wow <laughs> you're number two. My number two, I'm just one step uh, like behind the head ahead. Yeah, my number two is um, I'm, it's uh, it's Poor Things. Oh, okay, um, wow. Yeah, my number two is Poor Things. I this is and I knew this was gonna make top five when I finished watching, this is the movie that me and my my wife wanted to watch this movie. She saw a trailer for it, and she was like, I'm so into this. And we had this amazing discussion afterwards. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And, I, lo- my and I love having this discussion with her, because she was so like, you You know, from the perspective of a woman, obviously, I don't have that perspective at all. Um, and she's like... That's why Barbie isn't on here for me. <laughs> right. And uh, she's, she's like, uh, well, spoiler alert. That's okay. I'm fine. Um, not- <laughs> the... Uh, and, you know, she's telling me like, oh, well, you know, she's uh, she gets to choose her, you know, her path and freedom and all of these things. And and I was like, yeah, that's cool. And it's funny because I can only relate really to uh, Rami Yusuf here. Right. Max McCandles, <laughs> who, uh, who is like this guy who's patiently waiting for his fiance while she gets to do whatever she wants and who she is. And, yeah. you know, and he's just like respecting her wishes. You know, while she's right. doing all of these things, and other people are taking advantage of her, but she has to learn these things. And I go, and that's like that's you know, because I I could never be the Mark Ruffalo, I could never be you know like uh, the anybody else that takes advantage of her, you know, in the movie. I could never be I, I you know I'm just I'm either the uh, Harry's character or Max's character, who you know, like the two guys that she encounters, the guy on the cruise, and her, her fiance. Right. I'm like, that's really the only two people I see myself as as, in the male perspective, because that's the only perspective I have. And it is a movie where like, you cannot shy away from the fact that there is sex at all points. And like you said, Oscar, um, just starting with an apple is insane, but there we go. I mean, it's just like, and when she finds her sexuality and it's just how it becomes about that and how it's like the rise and fall of finding out how, uh, how just because something is as good as it can be, and how you can use it for your advantage, and how it ends up becoming something that you can also not love as much anymore, and you can fall out of love with something that even is as amazing as it was the first time, or whatever, you know. And when she starts learning and de- evolve, devolving, evolving, uh just developing, should I say? Um, it's such a cool movie, man, and it's such a cool like um, thing to see, and it's uh, talking about. God is uh, what's his name's character. Willem Defoe's character. Um, and basically it's, she's she's uh, Eve in the garden of Eden and she left and she's it literally took an apple to leave, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. it's so on point. And, you know, and I'm saying, I'm talking to this to my wife about it and she's just like, I didn't even see that. And I'm like, dude, it's like right in front of your face. Like he does it right in front of your face. You know, I'm like, but it's, it is, it is that thing. It's, he's yargos lanthimos is saying so much showing you so much and it's but it's it's so wild that you could miss it if you're just so caught up in what's going on right because there is is a lot of craziness in the movie um but emma stone um yeah like kudos to her for being so open um and she's like she knocked it out of the park uh she did a really really good job and um, Mark, just seeing Mark Ruffalo, like, also a like. Buffoon. A, a buffoon. Fucking, yeah. A buffoon. Yeah, I mean, he's such a well, sleaze yeah, buffoon. Such a sleaze, buffoon, he's yeah. Such a sleaze, sleaze yeah. yeah. But yeah. He's, he's this also, like, you know, he's like every guy that I would expect. Like, every, he's every tinder guy that you meet that you're you know yeah, a, yeah, that you talk it. about he's like this known thing and you know he considers like when you had the best you know
1: like, yeah right all yeah. of these things like, yeah, man. God, bitch this guy this girl has had nobody but you
0: <laughs> right nobody but you but don't get me wrong he she kind of says it to him like yeah like you kind of were like at the same time you were yeah. the best you know yeah. kind of in, in a situation um yeah there there's so much going on in this movie um and i'm so glad i got to watch it uh Everything else Oscar said, obviously, I can't really champion it enough. Um, yeah, I'm sure we could do another review if we really wanted to and get into it, but it's such a fantastic movie. Um, also, like like Luke said, also that's, that's there's some set pieces in this movie. The colors are so vibrant. Um, there's some like set design that it's just like all the things that she goes through and just like seeing it, like it's like it's like she sees color for the first time or she sees these things, glad. Oh uh,
2: yeah, cotton candy clouds like a child. Dude, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's such oh. a
0: yeah, and they man, he's he's doing some really good stuff here, man, and I think it's uh probably his best work for me. Um Bruh. Yeah, so
2: or the the like, when she discovered that one city of like poor people and
0: it's just broker and yeah, it's yeah, an yeah.
2: innocence in a way. Oh my. Oh. Okay.
0: all the gambling money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny cuz these are I think these are emotions that as any kid as any person growing up, right you find these things and yeah. and it's just she's just stuck in an adult body. I mean it's really what it is um, it's so cool. it's such a cool movie man. there's so much to talk there's so much more to talk about without having to spoil anything else but um yeah, it's such a cool movie. I'm so glad we got to watch it, even though Oscar doesn't remember I was there um, I was there too what the hell that's <laughs> yeah. a good thing that's a good that's, thing no I know I know I'm fucking with Oscar uh that's poor things. Uh, my number two, Oscar, by all means, you're number one.
1: All right, the finale oh. here, number one. Number one it was very hard to pick. Should, so we can we, we guess? don't want to do
2: honorable mentions or anything
1: like that? Oh, no. Actually, you know what? No, we're not going to do honorable mentions before the number one. What we'll do is that I'll recap my 10 through 9, Okay. and um, and you guys can guess, okay? I got you. I mean, I know it. Uh, I already wrote down
2: all our 10 through
1: 1. Uh, oh, great. Well, I know my own, so I'm just going to read it okay. real quick. Um, going from 10, my number 10 was How to Blow Up a Pipeline. My number nine was When Evil Lurks. My number eight was Bottoms. My number seven was Talk to Me. My number six was American Fiction. Here's where all the doubles really. Number five is Killers of the Flower Moon. My number four, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. My number three is Poor Things. My number two is Anatomy of a Fall. And we're into a number. my number one.
0: You all gonna guess? All right, I have two uh, choices. Go ahead, Luke. You go first.
2: <laughs> Oppenheimer?
0: Okay. No, he said it good. wasn't already, but yeah. oh, okay. I did mention I did. I got right. it. Uh, yes. again. All right, so I'm going to say Okay. It's either Good Burger 2, oh, yeah. or the color purple. Hmm.
1: It is May, December. Damn. Nah. Hard to pick my number one. Uh, May December is the one I picked and I'll yeah. tell you why in a minute. 20 years after their notorious tabloid romance gripped the nation, a married couple buckles under pressure when an actress arrives to do research for a film about their past. This is made by Todd Haynes, written by Sammy Birch, Alex Mechanic, starring Natalie Portman, Chris Tenson, Tensis, sorry, and um uh why am I forgetting Julian Moore, sorry, Julian Moore, Charles Melton, is in this a lot too? I would say Stanley Portman, Charles Melton, and Julian Moore are the top three. Um, Gabriel Chung is in this too. Uh, Andrea Andrea Frankel, bunch of us, Michael Lopez. Anyway, um, this movie I ended up picking this movie uh, number one because I I don't want to say I relate to any of it. I don't relate <laughs> to uh, anything uh. in this movie, I would <laughs> hope not. which is surprising because I usually do pick something. Oh. Uh, I do champion the ones that I relate to the most because you know. Uh, well you're not wrong, Luke, a little bit. But I've never taken it that far, so I really th- I really can't relate. Um uh but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh no, what I what I found about this movie is that it hit me the most in everything it was trying to do. I feel like this movie is the one movie I have that hits emotionally the hardest while it is also watchable, entertaining. It combines it combines really um, kind of like genres and f- movie types. For example, like it is melodramatic as it is dramatic. Sometimes it's the same scene. You know, we talk about the piano in the movie, right? That's the melodrama talking. Um, uh, there's camp in this movie while you are, you know, cons- you know, you are like looking at these fucked up people saying fucked up things. And... um and that's that's usually two things you don't see combinationally, right? And and um, this movie kind of like effortlessly weaves before you know between those two, between all these things uh, effortlessly. And Natalie Portman, I feel I feel like this is the 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 acting of the year for me. I mean, Sandra Huller, really up there too with an of Fall, Kelly Murphy, of course, as far as males go. But the females, I feel like Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman really killed it in this fucking movie. Um. There's a a monologue here that is really unforgettable. I watched that monologue a couple times separately from the movie. Um, And it's just so good towards the end of the film, of course. I'm not spoiling anything. But this is uh, loosely but also not so loosely based on a real-life couple, this real-life teacher in the 90s, 97, I think, or 95, that um, this female teacher that, uh, you know, seduced her fifth-grade student. And... um, and even though she went to jail and was pregnant in jail and all this stuff happened, tragedy, ta- tabloids, shit like that, um, they reconnected after she got out and they were married and all this. And it's an amazing fucked up story. Very so. It feels so American. It also feels so Western civilization, if not anything. It feels very modern in a fucked up way. And this movie's about that. And what if you throw in a strange wrench like an actress trying to research them for a role? It's like. It's like she's a fly on the wall that talks back. She can't do anything to change what's going on. She's not to, She's not there to arbitrate or even to judge. But she is there to mock pre, and also kind of like predatorily chase them. And this movie has a lot of facets to it about movie making and artists and what artists need to do to uh, show others how, you know, the human facets work. It has all of that while it also shows us fuck the family and their dynamics. I feel like everything about this movie is what sings to me. And it's uh, and it's yeah. polarizing. It's polarizing as fuck. It's hard. It's it a really hard is. subject. Um, there is absolutely no character in this movie that doesn't do some wrong. That I mean, adults that do some yeah. wrong. The real victims are all the fucking kids, of course, um, who have done nothing wrong <laughs> but exist. And, yeah, this is insane. It's an, it's an insane movie. It hit me the hardest. It's also the most low-keyest of movies. You know This and Anatomy of a Fall – have no effects to them, you know. They're just the low keyest movies, um, and I love them for it. So, yeah, he, always human, human, it, humanity is the fascination that drives every story and and almost all all great movies, is, even the bad ones. So, like, and th- th- these are hitting ten out of ten for me. So, for me, it was a toss up between these two. Th- th- these two are kind of interchangeable in many ways, you know. But and at May December made it to my number one, and that's my number one. Nice. All right, Luke. Awesome. All right. Give us your countdown or your tattoo nine.
2: All right, so number 10, shortcomings. Number nine, Asteroid City. Number eight, the Iron Claw. Oh, wait, what the hell? What? Uh, uh, I made a mistake on my list. Hold on. (laughs) Did you? I, I just wrote the wrong movie in the wrong spot. There we go. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, then number seven, Brokers. Number six, American Fiction. Number five, Past Lives. Number four, Oppenheimer. Number three, Godzilla minus one. Number two, Blackberry.
1: All right. Rob, you want to take the first stab at guessing?
0: Uh, Suzuki.
1: Oh, yeah. That was my number one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't. I don't even want to guess a different one. I didn't want to guess a different one either. You don't want to give a second? Okay, yeah. I'm. I'm just saying, Suzume. You want to? Why do you assume it's Suzume? Because uh, you're Makoto Shinkai. Yeah. Because every the movie was come and- out, Shinkai, Shinkai shits only in on screen. It was the number one movie, <laughs> and it eats it. <laughs> like, I mean, I. Literally went to
2: Japan, and that was like my number one goal was to get it a- right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your number one goal is to get a physical
1: piece of media you can't also get here.
0: Not only a physical piece of media, but go take a picture of the location that was from your name. Ah, there you go, buddy. Made by who again? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, is, it or, is not? it or not? What is Fuck. it?
2: Yes, of course it is. Of course, yeah, of course. I they think ha- Luke
0: has the most uh, different movies out of all of us. Probably, uh, yeah.
2: A lot of the things you've mentioned though, are on, or literally cut from my main list. So, oh,
0: of course, of course. I mean, I know we yeah, seen no, a lot of the same movies. Yeah,
2: yeah I mean, Suzume obviously had to be. I loved the hell out of this movie, and if I had easier access to it, it probably would have beaten Blackberry in the amount of times I've watched it. Yeah, it's so funny. I,
0: I can't watch a movie more than like two times, maybe three in the same year. I just feel no. like it's like, it not that it takes away from something, but yeah, anyways, continue. Sorry.
2: But, but Suzume, no. a modern action adventure road story where a 17-year-old girl named Suzume helps a mysterious young man Wait, close doors from the other side that are releasing disasters uh, all over in Japan. That is a really weird yeah, it's a, a weird. That's a weird phrase. description. Like yeah, somebody yeah. said uh, Google Translate on
1: Really tr- It does feel <laughs> like
0: that actually. Now that you think yeah. about it,
1: but no, it's it's funny because it is kind of like a road trip type it's of. Kind of like alert. a weathering with you type. It's kind of like a your name type. Really? No, those are more stationary. Okay? Oh, man, well. This is okay. this. This goes all the way from. I'm like, sorry, weathering with you. Of... They travel
2: across Tokyo.
1: Who cares? They travel. Tokyo's gigantic. Around.
2: Yeah, yeah, but this is Japan. It's the, from like the southern to all the way up to Tokyo. Anyway, yeah. it's like a total. Uh, what, was, what the hell did I say? Road road trip movie. Yes. And yeah. Well, she meets these people along the way, and you know, all these things happen just while she's trying to do this main thing of finding that stupid cat and close these thing, these that, uh, these doors that invoke earthquakes on Japan.
1: And we all know Japan gets a lot of earthquakes. But no, they don't. Yeah. They oh don't. yeah, no, not at all. Oh, it's
2: uh, yeah. And it's a great movie, by the way. Either
1: they get that, or they get tsunamis. Yeah, which from is earthquakes. which, which comes. Yeah, what was I was gonna say which comes from earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, but this essentially, you know, wraps up his uh, Makoto Shinkai's like disaster trilogy. I don't know if he's gonna make a fourth disaster movie because I don't know what else Japan gets.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Well, and, they, they don't just have natural disasters as problems for sure, yeah. but. Yeah
2: but i mean i love the animation it's beautifully drawn and everything you know it's a makoto shinkai movie just just by the aesthetic of it and that's the one thing that always draws me just the colors and like how he does certain things like
1: he does like, have a style yeah his style is so, his rain is very particular
2: that man that man studied rain
1: i think he did study rain He <laughs> has a very particular rain sense yeah
2: so it's just beautiful to watch and it's just a great story so i love this movie
1: I mean, no, no argument here. This is my short list. Me, nice. my short list. Didn't make my list, but...
2: And obviously, it has some of the cutest little things, like those little cute
1: cats, the daijin or whatever. That's the other thing it does. It does a lot of cat stuff. <laughs> yes. The big cat guy. If it wasn't yeah. for Cat buzz, he'd be the reigning cat Japanese filmmaker, animator. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: so there, there it is. D number one, Suzume. All right. Which, nice. uh, available to watch on Crunchyroll... And the physical release, I've pre-ordered it. It's, I think it's going to be sometime in March. The okay. U.S. Okay. physical okay.
1: Here release. I got the part.
2: Japanese physical release.
1: So, that's, is that not enough for you? No. Okay. My bad. For wondering that. <laughs> a dumb question. I must have a brain aneurysm in that moment. Let's move on. Raph, you're number one.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll go through my top ten. Oh, wait, wait, wait. 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 Okay. Uh, my number ten is uh, They Clone Tyrone. My number two is American fiction. My number th- uh, two, sorry, my number nine, nine, ten, nine, eight. Um, ten, nine, eight Ferrari. Uh, my number seven is Killers of the Flower Moon. My number six is The Iron Claw. My number five is Godzilla Minus One. Four is Oppenheimer. Three is Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Two is Poor Things. And my number one, which Oscar should know, but. Um, Luke may not. Okay, uh, what are
1: you guessing, Luke?
2: Is it yeah. Anatomy of a Fall? Okay, Oscar.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with that too. Yeah, you were. I mean,
0: I, I mean, you were, I kind coming,
1: of... you were coming all over that movie as much as I was.
0: No, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like coming. Th- I told you, right? I was just like one ahead of you, or one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one pace behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, my number one is Anatomy of Fall. I. I think this is the movie that first sh- I relate to the most this year. Yeah, because um, oh, you married? Because uh, <laughs> you committed key, murder? Keen observation <laughs> on both <laughs> of you. Because you're blind? <laughs> Did you blind Leo? <laughs> it's because I'm French, guys. No. Oh damn, we got it wrong. <laughs> damn, y'all got it, it wrong. wrong. Yeah. Fuck.
1: Yeah, Anyways,
0: wrong. no, 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 no. Um, everything Oscar said, but at the same time, it is that whole. I mean, I, 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 uh it's that movie that like really made an impact on me on this on how our relationship is and how one can perceive it to be something and um, really how it is its own organism, right? It is this own living thing of, it's not just, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's not just how, how it's like a conglomerate of everything we've done and how we've, everything we've said, everything we've, um, partaken in, and how we continue to do things and what new things are we doing and how we work with things. And it's not just the, the, the now, the now is just sure the now, but that's, there's so much before that, that adds on to from the now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's insane to think about. And this is the one that I mean, I was talking to my therapist about that. I couldn't even fucking bring up. Oh really? It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, this is like, is it the most hey, impactful? Is movie's fucking up with me, man? Oh my god! No, it's not one of those things. No, I'm it was kidding, more like course. yeah, but it was more like uh, like just how it hit me. It hit me so hard to like, I'm like, well, first of all, like just having to be being able to like deconstruct your relationship in court, like, and having to explain yourself and mm-hmm. having to uh, what's it called? Um, explain a moment. And yeah, you're in a, in a rage at at the time, you know, or you're, you're thinking something or you want to do something in that moment, but really you would never, uh, what's it called? You would never, you would never want to do that, uh, to that person. It's just, these are, these are real life human moments, um, you know, that you have and, uh, and you have to explain those things. And when that recording, that recording is so it's so hard. And like I said, I, I, I was, I, I had told, uh, I, said I told, I had told, uh, somebody that that would be the hardest thing for me to defend. It's like, yeah, it's all, it's all recorded and it's all saying things, but really it's, um, it's, it'd be so hard for me to defend. I'd be, I'd feel so defeated to be able to just like having to deconstruct that, that whole conversation that had everything to the point And, sound believable you know like sound like it's the truth and having to explain that to somebody and it's it's such a cool movie um in that aspect there's nothing fancy in this movie at all like oscar had said it's just really you know the it's just very much the whole what's to uh the, the actors just acting acting it up and giving you the whole uh the, just their performance yeah um and uh yeah and then the, the kid having to come up with his uh once he finds out the thing about his dad and not knowing about his dad being depressed and all these it is it, there's so much in this movie um it's so many layers of of how complex humans are and but how simple we make ourselves seem as well right how little we make ourselves seem um so yeah this um this on top of everything else that Oscar said, Anatomy of a Fall is by far the movie that I wasn't expecting to watch at all. And I was so glad that I did. Um because it is it is that fantastic of a movie. And I don't know what France picked for their movie for Oscars, but I'll get fucking, to it in a minute. They're fucking weird, but whatever <laughs> They're <laughs> fucking weird. I mean it's I mean it's such a great movie. I don't know, I mean, maybe I'll watch the other movie and think otherwise, but So
1: wait this movie's in French, what you're telling me. Yes and no. It's in French, some English, English some and, German, but mainly some,
0: French and English. So the thing it's is, the, the 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 father oh, yeah. is French. They live in France. She's German, but she's German. But they met in England, so they all speak English. Right, they right? speak English to she, each other. She a lot. prefers English because that's their mutual language, right? But she knows French. She just doesn't know everything in.
1: Basically, French. fucking yeah. Europeans. You know what I'm saying? Essentially, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Alrighty then.
1: Um. Excellent. Those are our top ten films of twenty twenty three. Real quick, I just found something interesting here. It is for sure the surest bet. Vegas. You know, it says you're Vegas and this is the house, you can't bet against the house. This is how sure this is. Yeah, we can. Um at just one just let me do this anecdote. Um, Luke, in yes. twenty seventeen, your number one movie was your name. Okay. Okay. <laughs> In, uh, wait, hold on here. And um, when we did the best films of the decade, your number one film was Your Name. Okay. And guess what? Your number one film is 2020. Weathering With You. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know your number one film in 2023 was? <laughs> um, sure bet. Makoto Shinkai is going to be number one if there's a movie coming out damn. every single time. I just I just double checked our lists by the way. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do our finales, little (coughs) extras that we like to do here. So stay with us.
0: These two are fighting, and ideas are banging around in Bella's head and heart like lights in a storm.
1: Oh. You're always reading now, Bella. You're losing some of your adorable way of speaking.
0: I'm a changingable feast, as are all of we. Apparently, according to Emerson, disagreed with by Harry. Come, come, just come. You were in my son.
1: What? All right, and we're back. Let's hit with our animal mentions. I was first with the list. I'm going to go first on this one as well. There is no particular order. There were like 40 movies in my short list. I'm not going to name them all, of course. Thank I'm going to go crazy. Okay? Jeez, but minor mentions are definitely really good ones. You know, Oscar. they could have made a top 10 out of themselves. Oscar's going to hate my number. One of mine. yeah. Go ahead. I can't wait. Uh, the color purple. Is on my am I the short list? The yeah, purple, I figured, I, I figured
0: it would be. I have, I have to watch it with Ashley though.
1: So. It is so inspiring and heartbreaking and brutal at the same time. I was, okay. I, even though I knew the whole story, that still got me man.
0: You're not allowed to do that. You've never seen any of them. The color purple. Mm-hmm. I've seen the movie. I, I read the, the book too. One. Oh, have Mister.
2: Oh, I haven't. Him, I, have, I haven't seen the first one yet, so I can't say anything.
0: The first one. It's not like a sequel. <laughs> 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 so this isn't like a. Sequel. It's a. It's a. Re, it's a remaster.
1: It's yeah, it's something I reimagined. It's,
0: re- re-H, it's
1: one of those is one of those uh, uh, musicals that was marketed not as a musical. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, I did I did uh I did that, like is, Ferrari Rough. I did really like Is Ferrari.
0: that the trend? Is that the like, trend? That, yes. Not uh, studios are musical. afraid
1: to are afraid to announce their musicals as musicals. That's why Wonka's like that, yeah. and that's why Mean Girls is like that.
0: Well, Mean Girls ha- it literally has a fucking musical symbol. In the Mean Girls. It, it does, but the, sh- but they purposely
1: sh- didn't show music in the. They trailer. haven't. They
0: haven't. They, they're not gonna probably. Yeah, and I what is funny because when I re- recommended Wonka to somebody, I was like, "You like musicals?" They're like, "Yeah." I "Oh, you'll love this movie." Though. Hmm. No, I there's not enough music
1: in that one. Yes, there is. There Shut is. Fuck there's up. plenty of music. Shut up. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking ass.
0: Three more songs, man. Anyway, I'm talking here. Three more. Fuck, so many. Sorry, Glenn.
1: Anyway, I saw, um, oh my God, Master Gardener. This is made by the guy who did uh, The Car Counter a couple years back. Uh, the guy sorry. who wrote Taxi Driver in the original. Oh, okay, okay. I uh, I have to go back. And, well, he also did one of my favorite movies. I'm trying to remember with Ethan Hawke that made my top 10 decade
0: movies. Predestination. Oh, um destination no uh, first performed first performed that that that's, that's the, one the I was same. thinking about yeah yes. I, was, I was gonna say the priest one <laughs> the priest you're right the priest one
1: yeah 100%. so uh that guy made made a new film it's on hulu right now master gardener check it out it is really good short list for me a movie called mutt on netflix a very indie film about transsexual a trans man uh living in new york um very good uh, Fair Play almost made my list as well. I mentioned that recently in my recent discoveries about a deteriorating relationship and the most toxic male shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, the Wonka did make my short sure list. Eileen, the movie that I would never recommend Luke to watch. Godzilla Minus One made my, it was my number 16. Not that it matters. Uh, Dream Scenario, very good, very good. Recommend for everyone. Priscilla, number 17. The Holdovers. Was like number eighteen. Um, I really love that film as well. Um, Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Very good. This strange French movie that no one talks about. Smoking causes coughing. I saw this way earlier in the year.
0: Is that the other one or no?
1: Is no, no, the, that's not oh, the one. Okay. Nope, nope. I haven't got that. I, I haven't seen that one yet. That's sorry, why I, this I is ask. just uh, I don't mention. Suzume made my number eleven loop. That's how close ah. it was. Me. I know. I'm sorry. Um, Elemental. I, the Surprised me how good that was. That movie looked like shit, and it yeah, was
0: horrible advertisement for that movie.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, the Jewel Thief, and last but not least, Barbie and Oppenheimer. I, they're not together in the list, but like they came out at the same time, and they both made my short list because they are both amazing films that I saw twice I think so yeah those are my honorable mentions Luke what are okay. your honorable mentions
2: uh, so when I did my first list it had 18 movies on there and that's where I had to do the trimming from it
1: okay got it I was, so, you're fucking lucky I wish I had that problem. I will
2: tell you so yeah if I reverse it so then my number 11th would have been Killers, of the, Killers of the Flower Moon <laughs> 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 Killers of the Flower Moon got it uh-huh. poor things They clone Tyrone. Yeah. Gran Turismo. The holdovers. Mm. Spider Man across the Spider Verse.
1: Fucking sacklers on your fucking.
2: Sisu. Sisu.
1: Yeah. Okay. And Priscilla. Priscilla. Yes. Those. Yeah. Dude, I have some hard. I have some friends are hardcore Elvis fans. They will not see that movie. I'm like, you guys are just afraid of the truth. Why? And not even the truth. It's just another version of. Like, come on. Why? They're, they're, not, they're not gonna see it because it bad mouths no. I'm just Anyways, saying that's what they yeah. think and I think it's ridiculous to think that way right, I'm right, just right, saying right. That that's, right. whatever um Ralph what are your honorable mentions
0: my honorable mentions uh, very much like Luke I don't know how many I had I'm just gonna read them out um my list was even shorter though I just like things uh Super <laughs> Mario Brothers movie what Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Right away, Oscar. I actually liked that movie. I thought the movie was way better than expected. Um, It was very, very tame. Pat? Huh? It was Pat. Sure, yeah. But (laughs) at the same time, it did everything it needed to do to be a Mario movie. Uh, Suzume obviously made my short list. Barbie made my short list. Um, Wonka, May-December. So basically, May-December, Suzume and Barbie was like... And then my fighting, then, for, uh, 10, fighting for 10. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Fighting for 10. Uh, Maestro. Did you guys watch Maestro? I did watch Maestro. Maestro made my top 10. Carrie oh, Jesus yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Real fucking
1: Jesus. Um, really good in that movie. Yeah. Um, and yep, that's about it. Okay.
0: All
1: right. Now we get into some disappointments. <sighs> These always happen. We review, we reviewed many disappointments here. I'm gonna talk about Didn't some we? of the ones we reviewed. 65. We reviewed that movie with uh, Jesus Revolution. Ferrari guy.
2: Adam
0: Driver.
1: Yes. Boston Strangler. We reviewed The Blackening. On
0: here, uh, we thought that was funny. a disappointment. I 100% agree with it, yeah.
1: We didn't oh, review the last voyage of Demeter, but we almost did. I'm so glad we oh, didn't.
0: <laughs> that was. I'm, I'm <laughs> we, I glad, changed I'm that glad, movie. I'm glad I didn't go watch that movie because I was like, I don't want to go watch it. <laughs> it's like yes, it was a movie that
1: I saw before God. it was too late, and I was like, no, we're changing the movie.
0: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's a rare thing for us to do, too. Yeah. Normally, we'll just fucking suck it up. But besides
1: that, other movies that suck that have nothing to do with where we Black reviewed.
0: Blackberry. Blackberry. Sorry. That's just what you think. I just wanted to fucking get them all right. I mean, for
1: there. me, Super Mario Bros. movie is on there because, like, I, I thought the is. movie could have been something. Um, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania oh, was man, I'm sure. awful. I'm sorry. The creator, the creator is not a bad movie, but it has such high hopes. It's, it's just a mid I, shit I movie to me. Yeah, I hear you. Um, the Exorcist believer. What the fuck was that? I I don't know. Um, Napoleon. Come on, we talked about that. So I mean, I loved the thing that I loved about the movie, but it was an accident. It's not like it was the purpose of it. Um, Silent Night. I really wanted John Woo to do a great movie, and it wasn't at all. Uh, I really didn't like (laughs) Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Fuck yourself.
0: Oh, did you? I saw. I have like fifteen minutes left of it. I I almost saw it as a
1: background, which was better than the movie. Yeah. Just watch it as a background really
0: i mean it's so far it's just seven Samurai. So.
1: yeah it's yeah you're not wrong it's i know shitty that. seven
0: samurai okay i didn't get that far but it's like i said <laughs> i fell asleep so yeah.
1: good um and there's many more but i'll i'll i'll, I'll end with uh bow yeah, is afraid more. which we reviewed
0: Bo is, Bo is afraid yes
1: yeah we had a lot of problems but even though it's really memorable and some stuff in the first half is great but like, yeah it is yeah. i agree 100 percent with it uh look any disappoint- disappointments you got
2: oh yes Okay. Um. I go, okay. Boston Strangler. Mm-hmm. The Machine. I didn't oh. see The Machine, oh. I but I figured it was going to be that. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh huh. Sixty-five.
0: <laughs> okay, we agree on that one.
2: <laughs> Ferrari.
0: Oh really? Ferrari was a disappointment for you. Yeah. And Rebel Moon. Like, what didn't you like about Ferrari?
2: It was all over the place.
0: Too many Italians. What do you mean all over the place? Like this? Is... How he runs his <laughs> life?
1: Like all, Everything is like... I just I just didn't like how it was done. Pace, yeah. But the pacing might be a little off It long. was like, yeah. oh, hey... I mean, I didn't mind it. But I, side was relationship, honestly, I was fine with it. Main I relationship. My list.
2: Factory. Races. It's like... W- stick to one. If it was just about <laughs> no. the race, that would have been a fucking fantastic movie. But <laughs> it was pulled no, it all, all over the place.
0: No, it wouldn't have been. That's the thing. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. That's... Anyways...
2: But I, I I hate it That's I was right. so bored I was like is this over yet oh my god <laughs> the best part was the kid getting killed honestly I was like oh fucking hey, something's happening and the guy being torn in a half was Dude, he
1: was torn the fuck off that guy anyway
2: <laughs> and the ragdoll physics were top notch but aside from that crap
1: Wow. Not, I don't agree uh, with, yeah,
0: with that. No, that's, a, that's, a just, bad, that's a bad take. That's no. just a bad take. I'm sorry. I just, I just didn't like no, that movie. I'm sorry. You're allowed to be wrong. It's okay.
2: That's <laughs> no, okay. I, I I thought this movie would have been right up my alley, but it, it just wasn't. Like I would love a great biopic. It just I felt all over the place.
0: I mean, we've had That's many how better. his life is. That's all far over as the place. Give me
2: a piece of the place, not the whole...
0: Then it's not his life. Then it's not a biopic. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been better. Next, no. <laughs> it could have been. I mean, yeah, it probably could have been better than what it was. You're sure? A lot of things could be better. Anyways, continue. No, you're next with the disappointments. Oh, cool. 65, 100%. The Blackening. <laughs> Fast X was a dis- disappointment. Hmm. Uh Ride was a disappointment. Uh, Candy Cane Lane. I don't even know um, that one. Huh? I don't even know that one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a Christmas movie, guys. No oh, okay. Uh, Napoleon. Uh... Did I say Bo is Afraid already? I agree with Bo is Afraid. But yeah, those are the ones that were disappointments for me.
1: All right. And uh, we all enumerate those on Stephanie Bo is Afraid on the review of that one. Check it out, guys.
0: Like Oscar said though, that beginning of the the first half of the movie is great. Yeah. I think there's so much going on Jesus. in that movie. But as it as it keeps going, it's just like it's oh spiraling down. Yes. Yeah. Now I'm surprised uh, you didn't say Tetris was a disappointment for you. So
1: I had it originally on that list, but then <laughs> yeah. I moved it to this other list because Ooh. it's
0: not a bad movie. So, so what's this other list that you didn't tell me about?
1: No, I didn't tell you about this because I forgot. And now that we're here, I'm just going to go along with it. And plus, so I write I a more extensive list than you guys do anyway. on my own? Well, I write more of this extensive list. You and you'll come up with your own as you think about it. Trust me. Um, so I did this thing where like, we often lament of the mid-tier movies. There are mid movies out there that we never mention or talk about. And we can't wait to talk about disappointments. And we can't wait to talk oh, about obviously the very best ones. Movies, yeah. There's a ton of mid movies, especially this year, I feel. Why didn't you there's fucking a lot tell of great. Mid been movies. Been like
0: fucking 20 movie list.
1: I thought of it ducking yesterday, and I wrote the list yesterday. Um, so okay, you, so uh, why didn't you
0: tell me yesterday? I forgot. It was at
1: 3 a.m. I was doing it last I work at 3 a.m., it'd I be perfect. Well, I mean. If I could turn back, down. anyway, um, if I could find a way. <laughs> so mid-tier movies, and this is uh, no particular order, other than the fact that I wrote it backwards in release date. So next goal wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leo, I got the killer here. David is The Killer. I don't think it's a bad movie. Uh, we gave it kind of a negative review, uh, but we, I liked I it. I was the
0: one who liked it the most.
1: Yeah, yeah but I, I also and, and thinking back on it, I'd like it more than I did in the review. Anyway, Quiz Lady. Five that's at Freddy's. I didn't hate that movie. I thought it was just for kids, not for me polite society i mentioned saw x good movie mid-tier movie not a great movie <laughs> dumb money i, I mentioned that There's um what's e what's 3e what does that mean? oh yeah equalizer 3, <laughs> 3 <laughs> E3, I'm like, what? equalizer 3 mid movie gran turismo for me is a mid movie blue beetle classic mid
0: yeah blue beetles mid for sure
1: the covenant uh mid movie um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem It's not I wouldn't call it a Mid movie sounds like a disappointment It's better than that but it's not great either So like Mutant Mayhem follows neatly into that It's a good movie Just not great Um, Meg to the Trench Which I know a lot of people hate but I think it's mid Insidious the Red Door I actually like Joyride as what it was I didn't think it was uh, terrible I don't remember what I said in the review so I might be wrong on that uh, No Hard Feelings The uh, Jennifer Lawrence movie uh, that's on Netflix and making a lot of headway um, that rom-com is really good, I liked it a lot Missing, which is from Searching uh, I think it's a great ni- nice little movie, nice little mid-tier movie well, usually
2: when you start to go missing, they go searching
1: yeah, that's, that's true, true. Um, Judy Bloom, Forever falls in this Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves I put that on here as a good yeah. mid-tier movie Scream mm-hmm. 6 um, it's probably the worst scream in a while but it's still awesome as a cool scream, not, a, yeah. not the best scream Knock at the Cabin, um, I feel like it's perfect mid here. Yeah, I agree. Cocaine Bear, Marlo. I have that on mine nice right now, up, so yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Marlo, yeah.
1: The movie, a horror movie called Sick that you guys have not seen, and Megan or Mithrigan. I, like
0: I put Mithrigan also, yeah.
1: Mithrigan's a great okay. mid-tier movie. Uh, what do, you, do you guys have any uh, in mind? You could just rattle them off the and yeah, in order.
2: I got like 10.
0: Go ahead, rattle um, off, because I'm looking through the list right now.
2: I got Ant-Man, mm-hmm. The Creator, Napoleon, Mm-hmm. the marvels tetris next goal wins guardians of the galaxy 3 joyride dumb money and the tunnel to summer the exit of goodbyes
1: Oh, uh, that's one of those extra titles you had there that one time um i guess i agree one of those that oh yeah guardians 3 that's a good one to put on here i didn't i didn't do that um, I did like that movie uh, uh, more, for sure, a lot, but like not enough either, right? Some mid-tier, I guess. A high mid-tier, maybe.
0: Right. Rob, did you find some? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Mithrigan, for sure. Uh, Cocaine Bear. Flash, mid. Oh, Flash. Um, yes, that's yeah, a good that's one. one. That's a good one. Yeah, Asteroid City, for me, was mid. Mm. Um,
1: I guess uh, Gran, opinions, Turismo.
0: Yeah. Gran Turismo. Gran <laughs> um, Turismo. It, it wasn't bad. It's was just mid. Uh, Cassandra. <laughs> Cassandra was mid.
1: Oh, yeah, Cassandra. Yes, I guess I agree with that. Another, so, another
0: yeah. wrestling movie also. Right yes, that's true. A lot of wrestling this year. Same last name, Oscar. Oh, um, familia. The Marvels was mid. Um, yep, that's yeah, about it. I agree with that. So basically, like, all the, all the superhero movies. Yeah, all the superhero movies. <laughs> it ones, was a mid-year for them. Except for yeah. Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, which one else? I'm sorry, uh, you both talked at the same time. What I said there? except for Across
1: the Spider-Verse. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I said mid Marvel.
1: Midmore, okay, cool. You're
0: not wrong. Yeah, no, Across the Spider Verse is fantastic.
1: Yeah, Yeah. so I missed opportunities. (laughs) Uh, This is usually kind of a list, and always my list is always names that you guys have never heard of. But luckily, some of these, both uh, either Luke has seen or Ralph has seen or both of you have seen. So, um, I have a movie here called The Iron Claw. I didn't get to see that.
0: You got
1: to. Uh, I did write on here the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes just for funsies. Um, there's a movie called Salar that I really wanted to see. George Clooney's latest movie, The Boys in the Boat, I hear is—I mean, a lot of people are ragging on it. Was that I a this year
2: it. movie or? I th- it's I still it in theaters little, right now. Oh, I I that was limited and
1: no. I've it in theaters a few times on there. I just didn't care enough to see it. Um, I did put on here Sound of Freedom. Uh, I want to know what that's about. Why is it so hype? I just want to see it.
0: I actually—I thought about the same thing. It's—it's only like you saw it. No. Oh, okay. but
2: I know about the scheme behind it.
1: Okay, well, we we'll, we'll, don't uh, worry about that. It's, it's, we get into that off. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, past lives is on my list of missed opportunities, which uh, made this this guy available list. now. No, Disney's Wish. Count, no. no, look, interesting. I really, really want to see this movie. I really couldn't see it. This is the one I was really struggling to find. All of Us Strangers. I feel like that movie would have made my list.
2: Oh, I heard about that one. It's made by
1: the guy who by the guy who the actor who plays Moriarty in the BBC uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's the main actor he's about it's a very tender dramatic film it's like Moonlight but for him you know But it's not Moonlight but it's very dramatic
2: like Andrew hi.
1: yeah Haig. Hi, hi, hi. sorry the way he said it. oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah
0: yeah I remember this trailer yeah
1: yes, yes. it looks really good I, uh-huh. really, I really wanted to see this movie another one that feels in exactly the same way I really wanted to see is Zone of Interest I already mentioned a few times um, this is a fun one Mr. Monk's Last Case a monk movie Monk Tony Shalhoub came back for a movie about Monk, the show. You, isn't that crazy? That's oh, weird. God. I didn't know that happened until I looked up movies I haven't seen yet. Or I looked right. up movies of the year. Um, the Expendables, The four-ables. expend The four-ables. Yeah. Yep. Perfect Days. Perfect Days is one of those big movies, too. Um uh, just look it up. It's Japanese, what? even though it's made by a German filmmaker. Oh,
2: uh, no, no. I looked it up. That's going to be a 2024 release.
1: I know. Us. A lot of people... Are, I know, but it's, it's uh, making a lot of this year. Yeah, I know. That's on my so list. So it's going to be a, probably a 2024 movie for me. Yeah. Yes, you're right. This is going to be one of those types of movies for us, too. Uh, so I can uh, hopefully it makes my top 10 for the next year. Anyway, Fallen Leaves falls into this gal- category. Godland. These are movies you never heard of. Don't worry about it. A movie called Monster. The Eight Mountains. Memory looks really good. What wait, Happens wait. Later... Monster? The taste of things. What? That's the same guy who did uh, Broker, I think. Yes. Yeah. I, that also came out. Not great. Yeah, but
2: it's over there, not here.
1: Yeah, but still, uh, fine. Now, then twenty twenty four. But these are movies that uh, people are putting on lists and shit. I don't. Know, I haven't seen it yet. Anyway, the taste of things, Rob, is the name of the film that France chose for their Academy Award pick, and not. I to yeah,
2: we didn't, let's find this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up right now. Let's We're
1: going to look it up and bash it based on nothing. It looks fucking horrible. That's <laughs> trash. It's about food and shit. That's the Le- worst. I'm just That's saying not, it's they, not would, food. they
0: would pick that. Food. Yeah. La passion We're, de dos en fond. We are better than you. We are better at you in food. <laughs> they're probably
1: smoking and ashing and everything anyway while they're cooking. It um, delicious.
0: I put yeah. no seasoning.
1: Origin, guys. Origin. That, I mean this movie is gonna come in, coming out in January technically. So again, this is another twenty twenty four contender for me, because it's not out yet. Origin is a big I saw the trailer finally. Jesus, this movie looks so good. I can't wait to see it. Uh made by the girl who did um what's that big movie she made?
0: Jesus. One of the taglines for this movie is uh They had a movie. It has yeah. female rear nudity. Let's go.
1: Female in the, the taste of, the case thing. of things. Yeah. <laughs> <That's a little laughs> specific. Um uh, Mike uh, um, Berbiglia made a movie oh, did it? the comedian uh, it's called The Teacher's Lounge now it is very limited it's coming out for sure in 2024 yeah. but it's it's been out technically The Royal Hotel is another one Reality 1001 looks really good Re- Renaissance a film by Beyonce I want to see that um flora and son i mentioned in our recent discoveries i mean like uh, one of those movies like oh it's out i haven't seen it yet made by the guy who did um Sing street his latest movie i didn't oh, see that cool. one.
2: Yeah. Oh, what was that one called
1: flora and son it's been on apple tv plus for months now i just still haven't seen it it oh, has
0: by the way potential i upgrade apple tv plus or mm-hmm. apple my to premium
1: okay we'll see oh okay there's a um record. I'm almost done here, guys. Sorry. Uh, a movie called A Fire. I hear amazing things made by the guy who did uh, Christian Petzold, who did... Um, that was a home. Uh, it doesn't matter. I fucking look at it. Jesus, guys. <laughs> learn some shit. Uh, the Persian we, version... You, you tell us,
0: and we learn. That's how it happens. <laughs> just go, just
1: fucking... Shut up. Um, shut up. This is, uh, th- this is a dumb movie, okay? River Wild is a remake of Wild River, the 90s movie. I just want to see what the hell they're doing. All right, um, yeah. White Men Can't Jump. Is a movie that I wanted to see. And I, get did to I saw see? that. Oh. I know you did. And uh, a documentary called "Matter Out of Place" about how we, um,
0: oh, what okay. we do with garbage around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, <laughs> I have seen that one. Not you've seen it, but I. I've, oh, uh, I was I like, heard you've it seen history. this movie? I meant to say heard it, but I said. Because oh,
1: like... I, I mean, I couldn't find it really. Um, uh, excuse me. I missed others, but those are roughly it. Any missed opportunities you guys want to mention? Yes. Uh, Luke, start with you.
2: I have Saltburn. Yeah, me too. Anatomy of a Fall, nope. No, one will, no Maestro, one will Save You, Maestro, The Jewel Thief,
1: yeah, Nimona, yep,
2: Elemental, yep. To Catch a Killer, Theater Camp, Missing.
1: A lot of these are on Hulu, by the way. <laughs> like, the last so five funny. you mentioned are all on Hulu. <laughs> FYI.
0: Yeah, yeah Saltburn just came out on Prime, I think, right? It did. I saw the thing for yeah. I, know I was, I was going to watch, watch it. Watch it, it not with your family. Okay? No, of course not. I was going to watch fun. it, but I went, I just see if I'm gonna I, I went to see American fiction instead of Your Welcome Boys. Um, <laughs> You're Welcome uh, Boys. So for mine is Saltburn, uh, Broker, Bottoms, Past Lives, Sound of Freedom, Color Purple, and Jewel Thief. Those are the ones that are.
2: What was the last one? Jewel
0: Thief. Oh, Jewel
1: Thief. Okay. So um, Christian Petzold, the guy who did a fire did the movie phoenix which made my top 10 that year oh yeah you. and the movie that. called transit which we reviewed on the show i think raf you came with me to that movie
2: transit i remember yeah i transit. hated that movie
1: yeah i remember you did it was like a, a world war Two thing but set in the modern day it was very strange
0: yeah
1: um same director so that's he like, hated it because it didn't yeah. doesn't compute and not black not, and white not <laughs> apparently not black and white <laughs> um so that's roughly uh oh i, I forgot to look up shit God damn it. Hold on. I need to look it up because I want to get it right. Um, Origin is I wanna I definitely wanna bring this on your on your on your radar Yeah. Ava Duvernay, that's her name. You guys remember her, right? Mm, Ava no. Duvernay did um, has done some few films. I mean her worst movie's probably like. That one, um Oh my god, what is the name of it? Why is this so hard? Just, just, give the link. Me just directors. Just give me directors. You know. Anyway, here it is. um A wrinkle in time, like that movie that bombed. She did that, uh, but oh yeah, okay. Right, but before that and around that, she did Thirteenth, that documentary. That I, I love that movie, and she also did Selma um, mm. with David Oyelowo. Um, I think those are two. I mean, I haven't seen her other stuff. I've seen some of DMZ, but not enough to love it. Anyway, but I really like her. Some of her movies, except for A Wrinkle in Time, unfortunately. But uh, I like. Those a lot, and I hear Origins is really great and really insane looking. So uh, I want to see that for sure. So, but that's coming out again in wide release in January. So that's more of a twenty twenty four idea. Um, real quick, what is your? You guys have a favorite genre that comes to mind about the year? Because for me, it's obviously horror. Like obviously, like the fact that two horror movies made my top ten is pretty rare. Yeah, Um, because I love horror, but horror never really loves you. Really grows that much, you know. It doesn't grow a lot. If you've seen the first fifty horror movies, that's you've seen pretty much all the horror movies, you know. So uh, anything like that jumps into mind, like mine does, like my horror pick, like comedy. I feel like did a lot. Rom-coms did a lot this year. Uh, We kind of picked a few rom-coms. Yeah, honestly, Bottoms I mentioned is a high school raunchy comedy, but it's also a bit of a rom-com. You know, Um, there are others that we mentioned too, but. May December is not a rom com, but it's romantic it is fucked up.
0: Yeah, mine is more just like um, cultural stuff. So. Yeah. Like American fiction, obviously, Killers of the Flower Moon.
1: I would say comedy then, maybe. They, they
0: clone Tyrone. Fiction. Yeah, the but, comedy's in there for sure, but yeah, they it, 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 it is. It's, it's, it is, yeah, but it's, it's also like, it's talking a comedy. lot about what's. Yeah. No, yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say Bottom is this hardcore comedy that also talks about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you can have both ways. And all horror movies do the same. You know, Talk to all about that, too. too. You know, you could say that. Anything jumps out at you, Luke? Um, I'm just curious. I don't know. Maybe romance and biopics. A lot of good romances out there. Poor things could be considered kind of a romance yeah. that fails. Um, no, that's not it. It's, more, it's definitely not a romance. It's something else. But other yeah, all things of Luke's it. movies
0: were like, you know. Yeah, a lot of your just are, needs to feel loved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you
1: okay, Luke? I feel like that's where all your movies are. Especially these Asian pics you got. Yeah, bro.
0: You okay? Yeah,
1: I'm fine. <laughs> Are you sure? You want us to call somebody?
0: You got a little little Asian fever going on? You got there, huh? I didn't want to say the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the other one. Yeah,
1: don't say the other one. Luke, that goes for you. Don't say it, too. Yeah, please don't say it. You can type it, through. Um You can type it, eh? Yeah. Anyway, um, I think on that shitty note, we're going to end it. We're going to start ending it. Um, it's a great year, as always, in film. Um, this year is great in different ways, and I loved all the stuff we watched can't believe we broke all our records here a little bit um so this comes out uh not on a wednesday it's gonna come out on a friday i believe and then by next time and it'll be the three fridays so it'll be three three fridays in a row so the next review or the next top 10 will be our top 10 tv shows
0: of the year Dude, I, have um, to through, I have to go through so many th- streaming services just to see the names of the fucking shit i've seen
1: do you want me to screenshot you what i've seen
0: yeah, send me. Yeah, I'm sure we have way different shows, but yeah, send me. Okay, I have to go through um, my history for Hulu.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Oh, good luck with Hulu. Hulu's hard. Yeah, this for, yeah. For Netflix, though, so luckily they have like a, on the website you can just go through your d- device history of like what you've seen on your thing per account, so I can go through your account and see what you've seen.
1: Yeah, it is harder to keep TV around. Um, video, I, I have yeah. a list that I oh, yeah. keep. I'm pretty good at keeping
0: it. Yeah, and then I got a little crunchy roll because I've seen so much anime this year. That was like
2: my weakest thing was TV this year.
1: That's your weakest thing every year.
2: Yeah, I know. Well, I actually, <laughs> hit, I actually hit double digits this year, which we're. So proud I of
1: think you. I also broke my record in TV watching this year as well. Yeah. Did you do anything outdoors today this year? I did. I went out a lot this year. Besides work. No, I mean no, but I only count work. I'm, I'm not <laughs> oh, even okay. counting work. Work is fucking secondary to my entire life.
0: Yeah, I was just casking.
1: No, no. I mean, I I went on so many first dates in 2023. I'm sick of it, really. I'm so sick of it. But like, I did go out a bunch. I went on my first my first fest, ride fest. I did I uh, did an EDM concert. My first EDM, like, I did a lot. I oh, did. Who did you see for EDM? Uh, man. was it Cascade? No, no. It's um, Lady Something. Gaga? No, she's not EDM. <laughs> Fuck. It doesn't matter. I'll f- remember. It, I'll tell you. Now I have Lady Gaga. He's like a, a, a trans woman <laughs> that does EDM. Sonia? Huh? Sonia? No. The okay. no, Sonia is actually a metal band. Okay. Then no, it's still not her. Anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, whatever. Uh, no, but I watch a lot of TV. Anyway, I think it's because I'm single and I have more time. I feel like yeah, now, no shit. Anyway,
0: half my time is spent taking my kids somewhere.
1: Well, clearly because. <laughs> Well, Luke or, gave me the same thing. we like, how are you watching all this stuff? He's more single than I am.
0: He does overtime all the time. That's all he does. Oh, well, that's true. And he spends like two hours commuting to and from work. So, that's right. true. Hold on, there you go, on top right. of the overtime. It was like 15-hour days. That's all he does. Hmm. That's true.
1: Look at Luke's Nailed. like, damn, I just in, broke down my And he cage. sleeps like 12 hours a at night. night. Yeah? Right, exactly. The so there's this whole day. day. That's it. That's his whole day. All right? Alright, all right, we're going to call it quits there. Thanks you all for listening. Tune in until next week when we do our Top 10 TV shows with a special guest. Hopefully Luke is there for that one. He was sacrificing his time for the next one. I don't know why, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Until then, everyone, I'm Oscar.
0: And Luke. And Ralph. I hope you got the list, Oscar.
1: Right. See you later.
2: Coffee and pie.
1: Coffee and pie, oh my. And You didn't hear it from me. let in five.
0: Minutes. By the way, I kind of figured May December was your number you,
1: one. You kind of figured what?
0: May December was your number one. I just wanted to be funny.
1: You sound different. Luke, does he sound different to you? Who? Luke, Ralph. I sound different? No, not no. anymore. Nope, not anymore. You sounded different for a second. Never mind. Okay. All right. Stop eating. Five, four. No, three. D- tell him the thing you wanted to
2: do, the mids or whatever. Oh, oh. Uh, I was going to just
1: announce it then. Um. Oh, okay, then never mind.
0: Wait, dude, Elemental fucking surprise. clean your face, bro. <laughs> There's fucking cheese everywhere. It's disgusting. Figure it out, man.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Oh wait,
1: my head's swimming from laughing so hard in that moment. I'm hungry.
2: <laughs> fucking clean your face. I did. You still got it. That's yeah, the.
0: <laughs> Or is that a gray hair?
2: That's a gray hair you have. Damn, you old Damn. bitch.
1: <laughs>
0: Damn, BlackBerry.
1: <laughs>
0: like that textile fucking track. Uh,
1: if you, if you could have bought stocks for BlackBerry back in the day, you old bitch. He would have held. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, he would have. could
0: have been a resurgence, guys. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, bro. Crypto. You know.
0: only lose it if you sell. <laughs> Okay. Or they they go under. (laughs)